Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. You can suck on my balls, you can lick on my dick. Don't call my dad. Tell him what you did. I have no idea what that is. Workshopping it. Yeah, we're working on a new song. Yeah, working on a new song live on YouTube currently as well for the video show. The reason why I'm so amped today, Dan, is it's over, dude. It's just fucking over. The wait? Yes. Mm-hmm. God damn it, man. This has been a very long time. Luckily, there were some things that distract us this summer. Um, you know, like the UFC fight over the weekend was fucking great. It was good. Uh, it was one of the best cards in a while, man. You know what was really great was Jared's marriage. Ah, we're going to talk about that uh, later. Um, but nice, nice little distraction. I wish, uh, I wish my bookie put an over-under <laughs> up on that and let the world bet on it. But I guess everyone would have won that bet. Yes, well, He yes. will be on the show to discuss it. Um, this, <laughs> this week, fucking Wednesday night show. It'll mm-hmm. be on Wednesday night show. Uh, in the meantime, college football's back. We'll be live from Orlando, Florida. Um, we will be Friday nights at uh, uh, Jeff Simmonton's house. This is the first time we've ever thrown a house party. Um, it to, might be uh, the last, too, because who we'll knows? find out, brother. We will find out. But uh, he's allowing us and what appears to be, I don't know, 80 to 100 of our closest friends inside of his house to do a live show. And we've got a special guest. I'm not going to say who that is. But uh, in true Drinking Bros fashion, you will be shocked yes. and, and awed, a- I believe. <laughs> and awed or appalled, one of the two. Either or. Uh, they're both the same. And, uh, and then Saturday, we are at Tactical Brewery from uh, 12 to... Four or five, depending upon uh, how drunk we get there. I'll be doing a live show in Orlando. So if you can't make the, the house party on Friday night, uh, please join us Saturday in Orlando at Tactical Brewery. And we'll be uh, breaking down the evening's game uh, and just getting drunk, man. Um, it's, it's just a nice excuse to get drunk. So come on out and join us. Before we start, we got some sponsors who put this whole fucking shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about MyBookie.com. They're back. We're back with them. We've been gambling heavy already. Um, If you're uh, not signed up in Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook, sign up. It's free and uh, it's private. So you can talk a lot of shit and you can see our actual bets. Um, So I'm I'm betting as we go. Last week we did the uh, over-under for the NFL season and uh, the over-under for college football. So I've, I've been posting both of those. And uh, you know, you know it's real with the amount of fucking quiche we are throwing down on that. This week is, is uh, I've raised my game. I've raised my game at mybookie.com. I threw, I've already thrown 500 on, on this Florida-Miami game uh, to start it off. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I went, I went hard. And uh, my neighbor's coming. He's a diehard Florida fan. And Florida never plays Miami. It's, it's, it's a big deal. These tickets were hard to come by, too. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, so I, I, threw, I threw five honey, honey on it because uh, I got a, I got a big, big belief in this one. And um, that is going down. So go to mybookie.com. Promo code Bros will double your deposit. I think it's up to $1,000 this year. Um, they're going to double your deposit. 
I uh, think it's, uh, is that right? Eh, I'll have to double check. I thought it was three. It might be. It might be. Um, I'll, I'll double check with it, but uh, either way, man, either double, way, double up, because that's what I did. I doubled up. I used my own fucking promo code and uh, doubled up so I can get my gambling on, get my gaming on, bro handle. Uh, next up, we got Dollar Shave Club. Man, it was almost like I was auto-tuning myself there. Yeah, what's the... Dollar, dollar shape Ooh, with a little girl now. That's what it sounded like right before Epstein left this world, probably. Probably. Or or he just heard Hillary <laughs> cackling in the background. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing him off the top bunk. Uh, we'll be dead in a week. Yeah, of course we will. Uh, dollar Shave Club. We got the big boys with us. Uh, big boys, big toys. Uh, look, the, it's the quality, man, is what I really want to stress. Uh, Jamie, can you go to a uh, Dan on this one? Uh, are you able to, to pop in on Danthony on this one, man? All of the Dollar Shave Club products are in front of Dan right now. If yeah. you're watching the video show on YouTube, subscribe. Uh, the, the fucking quality, dude, of Dollar Shave Club has gone through the roof, man. Yeah, I challenge you to buy some of this stuff and then compare it to Gillette and all these other companies and see if you can tell the difference. There's no, there's, there's no comparison. I, I can't, and I'll tell you where you will be able to tell the difference, and it's in your fucking wallet Yeah, at the end of the month. Yeah, because uh, you're saving, man. Like a lot, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, shit, man. I mean... Again, I, I haven't used it in a while. And so when they said, hey, they're going to sign on, I was like, look, sign on to the products. Uh, I mean, send us, send us the products um, before we sign on. Let me see what you got. And across the board, they've knocked it out of the fucking park. I mean, they've even got the, the, the hair fiber that I use. I'm like, what up, girl? What up, girl? Uh, so Dollar Shave Club has got you covered from head to toe. That's right. A lot of, a lot of dudes out there shaving toes, dude. Shaving their toes? Yeah. It's like uh, Army Hammer. You know? Oh, yeah. He's, well, I mean, if you're going to let your child suck on your toes, you probably need Oof. to shave him up first. Oof. Hey, I'm not the one that fucking did it, all right? I, I'm not either. So, right now at Dollar Shave Club, you can put the quality uh, of their products to the test, exactly like I was saying. Their ultimate shave starter set uh, is basically everything you need for the best shave uh, the executive razor, shave butter, uh, prep scrub, post shave uh, dew. Best part is you can try it for five bucks. So everything we just said, it's on Dan's desk. You get for $5. After that, you can restock uh, the box ships regular size products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for $5 at dollarshaveclub.com slash drinking bros. Uh, that's dollarshaveclub.com slash drinking bros. Get on it, dude. Get a fucking boner and pop on over to uh, dollarshaveclub.com. I don't know if having Forward a boner. Slash drinking bros. I don't know if having a boner. Um, it helps. If it helps, it doesn't get you more of a discount. But look, when you shave up nice and tidy down there, having a boner is going to help your lady. Well, here's the thing. All your gentlemen, depending if, on if, if if you've got a shady palm tree and you need to shave that cock. Um, yeah. You know. Or if your dick has sideburns. Yeah, you gotta you gotta shave up down there. You might. That's get a big a problem overseas, first. by the way. If you're a guy that works uh, for long, like. Uh, long periods of time overseas mm -hmm. like we used to mm -hmm. you're used to trimming up but there's no real efficient way to trim up over there no come back with a full on <whistles> a whole sitch down there really dick, it's dick sideburns all the uh, way ah man that sounds awful yeah sounds awful uh, last but not least we've got 
Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I was not going to forget Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They sent you a mattress, Anthony. Yeah, they actually reshared my video too. Did so, they really? Yeah. They're fucking awesome, dude. I love Ghostbed. So we got to get Jared one now. Yes. Yes. We got to get Jared Taylor a Ghostbed because he is single and probably moving in with the second wife <laughs> who we it's, probably should have never got divorced from. So. It's hard to keep I don't up, know, man. man. Uh, we're gonna again. We're gonna. He'll be on the show. He's flying into Wilmington. Uh, he'll be on the show to discuss this in depth over numerous amounts of drinks. And yeah, uh, we're gonna get we shit find out tonight. the full story then. So yeah, I'm amped about it. Yeah, same. I'm amped about it. Uh, but ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is the place to get you all your mattress needs. Uh, they got pillows, sheets, cooling covers. They get cooling pillows now. And uh, that Ghost Lux mattress is cooling as well, dude. Everything you need uh, to have a nice bedroom set where every lady you meet wants to come over and bang on it. Uh, you can get it at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. If you're military or first responder, 15% off forever out of all of their products. If you're a regular civilian like myself, you can take $200 off a mattress and get yourself a free pillow set of pillows. You can also get that bundle package with the uh, adjustable base for $7.99. It's not bad. It's great. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. As always, 36 months, pay as you go program. Uh, no interest either on that program. So I uh, realize the bed's a big How does they even item. get away with that? I don't know, man. Uh, how does anybody get away with anything, to I be honest with well, you? How's Dollar Shave Club giving out a whole fucking kit for five bucks? I don't know. That seems crazy to me. It does, yeah. Um, so go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. It's just one of the kits, Today, by the way. So it's the hair kit or the shave kit. Like you, you get to choose between five different things and any one of them are five bucks. If you want to try them all, you can try them all out. Yeah. So with the code, you can get as, like any of those packages or all of them that you mm-hmm. want for $5 each, basically. Uh, so you can test all their shit out first yeah. and then it's great. Um, and then the, the, the headphones dude, buy Raycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw these in there today as a bonus. Uh, the reason being is that we're supposed to have Ray J on the show. Yeah, didn't work uh, out. Well, our schedule, yeah. our schedule is really, really busy here mm-hmm. coming up. we got the cruise and all that other stuff. And then something fun is happening with uh, the book. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be able to share that news next week. But uh, best headphones in the biz, man. Uh, obviously, on a podcast, we can't wear them. But uh, I just I literally was working out right before we got here. We fucking guns dude guns brother uh so i was i was using those at the gym man they're the best for the gym wireless they pop them in a box uh they recharge five hours worth of shit man uh continuously uh big fan of buyraycon.com uh forward slash drinking bros a lot of people keep hitting me up and they're like yo man these are like the most reasonably priced ones you mm-hmm. got and it's like yeah uh, with a promo code it knocks it from 70 down to 50 there's no reason to fucking drop 350 on Beats by Dre. No. Uh, it's headphones, man. Yeah. Fuck. It's like wearing a goddamn car payment on your head um, with those guys. So go to buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros today. And, and hey, it's out. It is out at midnight tonight. Thank you for my service. Wow. Matt Best Book. Buy it. Hard copy this week. We got uh, the next six days left to still qualify for the New York Times bestseller list. Buy it. It's the funniest book on the planet. D'Anthony, we're here. College football surrounds us. It's time. College football is here. Sad news to start off, though, uh, when, with college football. Uh, Cedric Benson passed away. Yeah, one of the all-time greats. Of uh, Texas Longhorns, man. He Look, 
he has a couple good years in Cincinnati too. He could have been mm-hmm. really great. He got hurt, um, but but still, man, he played for what seven or eight seasons in the NFL. Yeah. But it, dude, at UT, man, he was a fucking he was a beast. beast yeah. um, it was a joy to watch him play. And by by all accounts, it seems like he was a genuinely good dude. Uh, motorcycle accident, yeah, is, uh, is what got thirty five man, thirty five years old. Damn it, Fucking that sucks. Sucks, man, because you know he probably would have been at that uh, Texas LSU game. Yeah, all those guys from Texas always come back for the big games, man. They have a good alumni. They alumnus do. They do. Program there. Uh, they get a strong strong uh, family there of alumnus. So uh, sorry to all all the Texas fans out there as well, man. That sucks. Yep, that's a shitty way to start off the week. Um, but I want, I want to talk about this UFC card, man, that happened before we get into college football. Yeah, it was great. D'Anthony, because we're doing a call-in show today. Yep. Uh, which, which are always a fucking blast. Um, but that UFC card was electric. It was very good. Saturday night. Man, I, n- watching Nate Diaz fight is just pure joy. I enjoy it. He, en- he actually uh, enjoys fighting. He's like Masvidal. Like, I don't know if... Like, he... There's a winner in him, so he wants to win the fight. But I get the feeling if even if he knew he was going to lose, he would still fight just because he likes to fight. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's a fucking madman, that guy. He's, uh, he's really fucking fun to watch. And uh, it's also really Stipe, funny. dude. Yeah, that was a good fight overall. Like, both of those Fuck guys yeah, were was. pretty bruised up, but Stipe fucking came through with a win. You know what I hate about Twitter and social media is, you know, as soon as that Stipe fight was over and, like, look, uh, DC got the fucking shit kicked out of him, right? Yeah. Uh, which happens, man. Yeah. It's going to happen. He's fucking 40 years old, yeah. dude. He's won three titles now, yep. two at the same time. People going to fucking Twitter saying, you suck or you're fucking worthless. You got your ass kicked. It's like, bro, he's fucking 40, man. He's one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Give the man his due. Jesus Christ, what are you do? man. People, it's crazy. I'd like to see any of these people say it. Like, I wanted to do a reality show. Uh, I think I mentioned this on the show before, where Mike Tyson just travels around the country, mm-hmm. like at the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, right. and fights everyone who's ever done a shitty impression of him. <laughs> but now he's too high, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, no, it's not going not gonna, not gonna to happen. But, uh, man, that was fun. Uh, Diaz, I don't know who he fights next. Uh, I, hope it's, I hope it's either McGregor for the trilogy, right? Or Street Jesus. I think it's going to be Masvidal, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Street Jesus, dude. I, I, I don't like. He pretty much called him out during the show. I don't think that he did, and he was there. And what? Here's what I liked about it: is there was a lot of respect for it. Of yeah. Like, hey, man, you you might be a gangster, but you're not a fucking West Coast gangster. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. He was there. He was sitting in the, the audience. He enjoyed it. Uh, that fight would be a fucking banger, yeah. son. I mean, somebody would get hurt. A banger. Yeah, you, you're leaving on a stretcher after that yeah. fight. Because um, neither one of those guys pulls any punches. They don't like. There's there's no uh, there's no half effort. Like yeah. In the post fight interview, Cormier said like for some reason I don't know why, but I let up in the middle of the fourth round. That's when he got started getting his ass kicked. Uh-huh. Like I let up. I think tried to try to save some steam for the fifth round. Right. And that's where you got lit up. These two guys that'll never fucking happen. Nope. Somebody's going out in a blaze of glory, yeah. and that's it, man. Uh, I was surprised to see the Diaz fight go the distance, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I mean, look. He, he won pretty handily. Yeah. I, I like his quote after three years off. He said, uh, <laughs> you know, why'd you have a three-year layoff? And he's like, because everybody fucking sucked for three years, <laughs> last three years. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious, dude. That guy's, that guy's one of the best. Yeah, yeah. If, if he fights Street Jesus, man, that is, that is going to be an all-timer, and I want to I go to that fight. Hopefully I'm, it's not in, in uh, L.A. Uh, I know. Well, I don't know who's. Because um, this last one was in Anaheim, or else we would have gone to that shit. 
Yeah. I don't know who's um the best shit talker in MMA, but he's got to be up there, right? Him uh, look, and Masvidal too. Yeah, like, the three and McGregor, obviously. Um, you got the three of them, but I don't know what McGregor does anymore. I don't like what's his profession. He punched a 88 year old man in a bar in Ireland the other day. That was on <laughs> video. Did you see that? Yes. Um, for not saying he didn't want to take a shot of his whiskey because uh, he was giving out free shots of, of gorilla whiskey. gorilla marketing, I guess. I mean, if he just fights everybody that doesn't drink it, eventually everybody will have to drink it, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I just like that the old Jesus. man was just like, no, I'm, I'm Irish, and it's the middle of the afternoon, and I'm getting so drunk that I don't even care about your whiskey. Just get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm starting to lose the McGregor thing, man. Unless he starts fighting again, I don't really I'm, – I'm starting to be done with caring. The last you know? time he looked good in a fight, in an MMA fight, was 2016, right? Yeah. So, I was I, uh, I was at that fight. Yeah, we so, were at the other one, the last yeah. last fight he had. He did not look good then. Well, look, he looked tired. Yeah, you have that big of a layoff, and that's the problem now. Is like, dude, the more time off, what are you waiting for at this point? Or, or is he just not going to fight again? I don't think he's going to fight. Like, who who is he going to fight? Like, he's not in the contender ranking. I mean, he is technically, but he fucking shouldn't be. But here's the here's the issue: is whoever fights him, that's going to be the biggest payday of their life. So they still want to fight him. Well, I think a lot of people would like to fight him, especially people like Diaz and Masvidal, because they want to beat the shit out of him because he's a fucking prick. Yeah, right? but they would also bring in a lot of fucking cash. Too. Oh, yeah. Um, and then who does Khabib fight? Maybe Man. Ferguson? Maybe Ferguson, maybe Masvidal, one of those two. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's a lot of good people on the come up. Uh, I, like, I like the fact that Dana White is treating the UFC now like he's treating the NFL, where it's just like, Hey man, you don't want to be here. You talk shit like you're done, and and you'll be replaced. Like yeah. superstars pop up all the time. Yeah, and uh, and that's kind of how the NFL deals with shit. Where it's just like, all right, great man, you want to fucking kneel? You're out of here, Kaepernick. Fuck off, bro. Um, and that'll bring me to the next thing of like uh, Eric Reed, dude. Really surprised to see him kneeling at games, at preseason games. He. This motherfucker, Like, he man. got a reprieve, basically. Got back into the league after a year being blackballed, and now he's... And it was, he was like, man, I am so grateful. This is yeah. amazing. He had a good year for Carolina. They signed him to a long-term deal, and then immediately after that long-term deal, it was like, fuck you guys, dude. I'm all Kaepernick. What do you think of this Jay-Z situation? Um, I don't know. It's not my community, so it's not really my place to speak about it, to be honest. But just from an outside perspective, it seems like Jay-Z maybe is trying to make an impact where he can. I'll like, like he's paying the price for being successful. I'll, I'll speak on it from a fan perspective here because he's taking a lot of heat from a lot of people, mm -hmm. especially after those videos of him and Goodell yucking it up. Um, you know, they just bought, bought their way out of it. Uh, Jay-Z... To anybody out there who's going to bitch about this is about Jay-Z. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's a brand of one, and that is it. Um, the, the thing with the Brooklyn Nets, right? Mm -hmm. When he first got in with the Brooklyn Nets, and he was like, hey, man, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the NBA to Brooklyn. This is my team. I want to put the city on the map. This is what we're going to do for the city, right? Problem with it is Brooklyn, when, when they did that and brought in all that, that money, first of all, they had to buy up all, you know, some old projects, a bunch of old houses, knock them down. Yeah, they gentrified the fuck out of that city. It's all white. Yeah. Now Brooklyn is all white. Where it's super weird. 
And half half of Harlem weird. is all white now too. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Harlem, the rest of Harlem will be gone very mm-hmm. soon because real estate's too high to live in the city itself. Uh, but people bitched about that, and they were like, "Man, you know, it's great that Jay Z is going to bring a team here, and he's going to make more money and get Look, rich." Look, I, I think a team belongs in Brooklyn. I do too. I do too. But it just it gentrified the entire city. Yeah. Um, and Jay Z did that. Like so. What are you going to do, man? Uh, uh, you know, it's his own community and he can do whatever the fuck he wants to, I guess. But yeah. uh, let's not act surprised that this is a, a shocking revelation that he's going to sign up with the NFL. Um, the thing that I find humorous is, I don't know if you remember this last year, but he was the one who publicly bitched and told everybody not to do the Super Bowl. Well, he was the first person to say no. Yeah. Which, look, I mean, a lot of people say, oh, that was a big, it wasn't a big sacrifice for Jay-Z. He doesn't need that. I mean, maybe his ego needs it, no. but he personally doesn't need that shit at all. Yeah, they're, they, and him we and did Beyonce a, are worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, they're, they're fine. He does not need the Super Bowl halftime no, show. No, so what we ended up seeing was a shirtless Adam Levine with a bunch of weird-ass tattoos yep. and uh, a shitty football game. Yeah, and that was the Super Bowl this year. So congratulations, fans. So, Goodell... Behind the scenes, because the, these talks have allegedly been going on since January. Yep. That's when Jay-Z turned it down. Um, these talks have been going on behind the scenes. They call up Jay-Z and say, hey, man, um, we want you in. We want your help. We're going to give you a you know, bunch of fucking money. Uh, you can come in and do all this other shit with it. So one of the things uh, in all of this other shit with it mm-hmm. is pick the halftime performer. So he's going to have a say in that now of picking the halftime performer. I mean, why doesn't he just pick most deaf and Twalib Kweli from Black Star or something then? If, you, if he might. wants to exercise that kind of power. It's funny you say that. So they said, what would you have done differently for last year's Super yeah. Bowl? And he said, I thought Travis Scott had a big enough year on his own. I yeah. don't think he needed Maroon 5. No. I don't think you needed to blend those two together during the Super Bowl. I disagree with that statement. Because Travis Scott has one fucking album out. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, he's got, like every other rapper, he's on 15 other people's albums, too. So, I mean... Right, it's, but it's, besides Sicko Mode, yeah. which was a, a, a mega hit, yeah. right? Um, if you're asking me who, rap-wise, should have done the, the, the Super Bowl halftime show, you've got to go with artists who have hits. So, obviously, Jay-Z turned down, so they went to him. I mean, it was in Atlanta. Where was Ludacris or, like... Outcast. Outcast. Outcast I mean, was like, the easiest answer yeah, for that. Like that is, You're you know, in Atlanta. We thought that we uh, have an Big all-time. Boy was going to come out on stage he at did. some point. He did come out on so stage. So when he came out, we were like, oh, that makes sense. But where is Andre? Like, it would have made a lot Didn't more sense invited. for that to be the headliner. Yeah, I know, right? So, you know, you look at it last year I mean, in T. Atlanta. There's a lot of rappers from fucking, Atlanta. Dude. Blend them all together. They could have like taken every... Why don't they do it like the... Cha- Usher. Yeah. Why Usher's from Atlanta. Why don't they do it like the charity softball Luda. game for MLB where they just like half the squad is local fucking dicks. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And I remember two years ago when the Georgia Dome was closing down, it was the NFC... And it was awesome because it was the NFC Championship game. We were yeah. playing the Green Bay Packers to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, which we did and then lost. But uh, you know what they did at halftime? Arthur Blank, who owns the Falcons, who's the greatest owner in the NFL, by the He's way. He's the guy that set the standard for uh, the family rate. Correct. For food and beverage yep. and shit like that. Like, you can actually go to a Falcons game and not... Cheap as fuck. Not, not like, have to file bankruptcy afterwards. Yeah, it's, it's so shocking. You're like, wait... 
Because he's a fucking it's three dollars. He's for a billionaire. A drink. It's yeah. like all these other guys. Jerry Jones, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Everybody that owns a fucking professional sports team is a billionaire, yep. and they're like milking every last cent they can out of you. Yeah. When you go there, it's but the Falcons up. game is not, and like you and I turn to each other at the Super Bowl, we're like holy shit, did we just buy all this food for like eight dollars? Yeah. Um, it's amazing. And what he did for for that game was he said, "Look, man, this is the end of uh, the Georgia Dome." Uh, let's have everybody back and perform at halftime. Every Atlanta artist you can. So it was fucking wild, man. It was Jermaine Dupri, Ludacris, Usher, T.I., all of them. And they just kept getting on stage at halftime playing. And it was fucking magic, man. It was awesome. Uh, how could Arthur Blank figure that out? But the NFL couldn't for the city of Atlanta. I have no idea. So with Jay-Z on board for that, I think it will help the halftime show because he's cool. He's got his finger on the pulse of, of music and all that other shit, and it's, and it's rad. I mean, look, he's going to be easier to talk to about this stuff than Roger goddamn Goodell is. 100%. Like, if, if Jay-Z has any kind of authority in that situation at all, he's definitely going to be able to, like, he's definitely more influenceable for hip-hop culture or whatever the fuck else yeah. than Roger Goodell's ever going to be. Absolutely. Because the way the NFL handled, they could have shut down this Kaepernick thing the first time it happened by just saying, hey, you know what? There is, I, I, I recognize you're concerned. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. The end. And let's all. would have been d- over right there. Let's, let's all pick a day, just one day and do it. And then yeah. after that, you don't have to look like a dickhead. Because this Eric Reed guy who's doing it now for yeah. the Carolina Panthers, he's doing it alone. He's, he's doing, the only one in the league. And he's doing it. Look, I don't agree with him. Right. But he's doing it because the NFL still hasn't done shit. Like, they haven't done anything to deal with this issue at all, except for get mad and fucking take their ball and go home. But what, what, what are you supposed to do about it, really? Spend I mean, some money in the inner cities where all these fucking athletes are coming from, probably. They are. So, and they donated a lot, but the, the, the problem is the NFL can't go in there and do shit about it. No, they can't. The players have to do it. The players ultimately. can. Well, now, the players can go into their communities yeah. and actually help and actually make a fucking difference. The NFL's doing other stuff, though, with players. Yeah. So, so I don't understand. So they're doing, there's something called uh, Merging Vets and Players. It's an NFL program. Mm-hmm. And it basically has uh, NFL guys match up with veterans in the community, near their communities. Right. And they do shit and fucking blah, 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 raise awareness, whatever the case is. I don't understand why that same kind of program isn't happening in all the inner city areas around these stadiums. Like how hard, how much harder would it be to do that? Yeah, man. I look. I I, I don't know, but it, the NFL. Like the NBA doesn't have these fucking problems. The NFL, to me, if if uh, if they really, again, man, if you thought there was police injustice going on, what the fuck's the NFL gonna do? What's the NBA I gonna don't do? Know. I like, mean, the, look, the NBA. It's though, gotta be people, and it's gotta be people from your community. Yeah, and yeah. You've, you've got to bitch about shit, and but the uh, NBA handled it correctly. Like, they did. They immediately addressed the situation. Yep. Like, hey, first of all, there's not gonna be any of that bullshit on the court. Yeah. And secondly, what can we do to help? Adam Silver, though, is the, is the greatest uh, yeah. commissioner in all, all the four major oh, yeah. sports. Well, I don't, really, I don't really know the, the hockey commissioner that well, but I know that their players' union is not great. No. Which, which probably means he's not great. Because usually, exactly. It, like, the NBA players' union is really good. Yes. The uh, NFL they, they, players' union is the worst, the worst by yeah. far. And MLB is pretty they're good. They're going to have a fight on their hands oh, in a they're couple fucked. years here. This is going to be a total, absolute shit show. There may be a strike Oh the yeah. NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think 2021. So. 100%, I think so, because they're, they've got to get guaranteed contracts. Yeah. Um, now, the, the, the Jay-Z thing, I, I want to go to the, the second reason why he did this, okay? Uh, title. And a lot of people don't understand how big a move this is for Jay-Z and for title. T- title is struggling. That's mm-hmm. his streaming service. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, you got to sign up for whatever. Kanye's suing him. Uh, he's pissed. Jay Z got popped. 
uh, doing fake streams on there. I don't know if you know that. And he's been dodging a lawsuit. Doing um, fake streams. Explain what you mean by that. Uh, so inflating his numbers for investors. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah. that's called fraud, homie. Uh, well, he's being charged with it right now. So he's supposed to sit for a deposition. I don't know if it's happened yet, but uh, this case is ongoing. Uh, now, this, this, this switches over into our field, okay? Uh, podcasts. Yeah. I think the NFL will do podcasts with, with Jay-Z. This is a guess. I think they'll do podcasts with Jay-Z. Give him and his fucking people and his team unlimited access to these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that alone, because it's hard getting these athletes for fucking shows and shit, man. It can be, yeah. Yeah. Unless, you're, unless you work with the team directly. Correct. With their Which is hard, man. PR department. Which yeah. is hard, yeah. Because they got enough fucking requests and bullshit on their, yeah. their own to deal with. Uh, if you're watching Hard Knocks, you can understand why right now. <laughs> oh, boy, just dealing with one player on that team is <laughs> a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Mm. But I think titles got a big stake in this, and I think that also lends itself to it. Uh, and then thirdly, Jay-Z's got a sports agency, man. Mm. Uh, Rock Nation is, is huge. They're signing players left and right. If you're telling me this isn't going to help his fucking agency as well, man, uh, you're crazy. Any kind of access is going to help. Yes. So uh, Jay-Z, look, man, I, th- he, I think he's willing to look the other way easily because it's going to ben- benefit Jay-Z. Here is my prediction, Dan, and this is a bold prediction. I believe he becomes a part owner in one of these NFL teams within the next two seasons. Isn't that going to be a conflict? Uh, no, I don't think it is because I think they want to get somebody in there, right, mm-hmm. who is black. Is, is there any black owners right now? I don't believe there is. Oh, man, there may be a minority owner, but not... A majority owner, yeah. Not a majority, minority, so, whatever. Yeah. I, I think he gets in on one of these, these teams. And look, is there any sport that's more valuable besides soccer over in Europe with like Manchester United? Is there any sport that is more valuable than the NFL? Um. What are the Cowboys? The Cowboys are worth, what, $4 billion I right think it's now? like 4.2, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, that's just me. That's my guess. That's, that's me personally. I think Jay-Z will be an owner of one of these teams here in the next two seasons. Not sure which team yet, but uh, I think that's what happens, man. I could see the Jets, maybe. The Giants, probably not. But it's got to be some team up there, right? Maybe. Yeah. Like he's not going to go to California. Robert Kraft's friends with all those guys, man. Like me yeah, and, and who, all those guys. I don't know what the, the equity share is for. I don't either. For that. I'll be real curious though. But uh, that's my prediction with Jay-Z. I think this is a, a very long-term move. Um, and uh, as a business decision, it's great. Uh, is he fucking selling out the culture, I guess? Maybe. But, you know, uh, he's also going to help a lot of people over the years and years and years versus now. So uh, I, me, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. Um, but I know a lot of people do. And, uh, you know, I'll say this. When, when you have a, an empire like Jay-Z, uh, then come talk to me about, about the, the, the problem of it. Yeah. Because um, financially and business-wise, this is, that's, it's a great fucking move, man, uh, strategically. For all of his companies all the way around. So uh, there, there you have it, man. Um, and I think, I think it would be beneficial for him to do the fucking halftime show. I mean, he probably will now, right? I, I, one would assume, He right? should bring a litany of uh, Miami artists on stage with him, too. Because this year is in Miami, so ah, Pitbull and all those guys, why might, not? It might be Pitbull this year. 
I Pitbull th- and J-Lo? They'll probably split J- it with J- those two J-Lo's fuckers. J-Lo's from, from New York, though, right? Uh, that's right. Jenny from the Bronx, yeah. I was, by, I was now picture her in Miami because all the shit she does is in Miami. Yeah. Who else is from Miami? What other artists are from down there? Boy, probably looking at Gloria Stefan. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, Flo, Flo Rida. Yeah. You can sing Apple you, Bottom you can, Jeans. Yeah, and... you, you can make fun of Flo Rida all you want, but He's every year shit, he puts yeah. out a fucking hit, dude. He puts out a banger once a year. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, let's hop into the spreads for college football season. Are you entering in, in the people's numbers right now? What are you doing? Because um, we, we're about to do some call-ins. Yeah, here. I'm not going to call anybody yet. Okay. I'm just getting ready. Um, so let's start uh, with the game that we are going to be at, D'Anthony. Florida versus Miami. Minus seven is the spread. Uh, My was, bookies actually got it at seven and a half right ooh, now. Ooh, that just changed right now, by the way. Yeah, let me, let me refresh and make sure that was Yeah, that is. That, that just jumped to seven and a half. So look, I've got it on my phone, and I'll post it in Drinking Bro Sports. I got it at seven yesterday. Um, my, again, my neighbor, uh, Nick, was on. He's coming to the game with us. It's his favorite team. And uh, I have it at seven. I man. don't take it at seven and a half. I think it's a one-score game. Uh, so here's, here's what I, because I, Nick, my, my buddy, was just like, hey, man, shouldn't you wait for this to go down to six and a half? And I go, I don't think it will. And here's why. No, it'll be, I mean, a push is a push. Miami, yeah, so push is a push. You get your money back, and that's fine, right? Uh, Miami, uh, just name their, their starting quarterback. And it is not Tate Martell. Correct. Tathan Martell. Um, they're, they're going with a true freshman. Uh, Felipe Franks started to trend up towards the last half of the season in Florida, the quarterback for, for the Gators. And, um, you know, look, you got a new coach down here in Miami. You got a new quarterback. You got new everything across the board in Miami. Um, I, I think this is a two-score game, to be honest with you. It could be. We'll see. I mean, look, that, that Martell thing not working out is, is not good for them morale-wise. Because you came – I, no. I assume that everybody in that locker room came into camp thinking this is going to be our guy. Everybody in America did. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to start calling him Tathaniel. Can we say that? Uh, no, Tathan is worse. I know, but I, worse you think like, Tathan is worse than Tathaniel? Tathaniel. Tathaniel <laughs> Martell. Um <laughs> Look, man, I, I, feel, oh, I feel bad for him because, you know, today Ohio State named its starter, and it's Justin Fields. Yeah. So, uh, again, when you don't know the playbook like that, and I think that's all it is with Tate Martell. He just doesn't know the playbook yet. Yeah, I, I actually expect him to be in by week four or five, probably. I, I think he'll end up playing some significant time, but yeah. I, somebody said he's third on the depth chart. I don't – there's a lot of fake news out if there. If he's third is, on the depth chart, that is uh, – that's an effort situation and not a talent situation. Yeah. We know what kind of talent he Th- has. There were some lazy throws in, uh, in camp, but um, uh, there's a lot of fake news out there. You said, I don't know who posted that Justin Fields wasn't going to be the starter either. Like, motherfucker, just come to me, man. I, there was a press conference today. Yeah. Um, I could have told you weeks ago he was the goddamn starter. So – I think if it, maybe if he stayed at Ohio State, he might have been starting. Uh, since he's not, and he's in Miami, you're right. I think for morale, for that team, um, I think that's that's a fucking shit storm down there now, and uh, they got to wade through it very very quickly because that just got announced what three or four days ago. Yeah, but the, I mean, shit. Last last well, actually maybe six days ago, and now you've got a game this Saturday with a true freshman. I, this this isn't going to be pretty. I think. Um, and, and I think uh, I think Florida wins this game uh, pretty handily. The over under is forty seven and a half. Uh, so you're looking is at that a what it is forty seven and a half. Yeah, twenty four twenty four game. 
uh, essentially in that one. Let me change my little thing here. 0.5. So that means they expect the score to be like 28 to 19, basically. Somewhere in there. Or 27-20. Correct. Yes, I, think, I think that Florida's going to score more points than that. I do, too. I don't know if Miami will or not, but I think that I think the over is pretty safe here. Uh, I like the over, and I'm not, look. I, I've already bet though, fucking 500 on Florida to win. It's seven uh, when I got this yesterday, so I'm sticking with that. But anybody else at home who, who wants to bet on this game and go a little higher, man, I think this is not as close as people are making it out. I think on paper you're looking at the two names, right? Florida, Miami, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, <laughs> this is the potential to be monstrous. I, I think it's actually a two score game. I do. You're probably right about that. Next game is uh, Florida A&M at UCF. There's no line. I don't even know if there's – I don't think my bookie even has a money line on them because it's such a lopsided game. Like, I don't see anything. What day is that? I don't even have that on here. Uh, it is on Thursday, August 29th. So it's Ah, uh, we're not doing those. Dan, oh, you don't jumping do ahead of – Well, this yes. is the only game for this week. No, nah, we got two, D'Anthony. What's the other one? I'm quit not doing – Quit fucking not, yourself. We're not doing non-top 25 – Quit fucking Games? yourself. We're going to do this one because it's oh, special. God damn. It's there's, really, really fucking there's special. There's nothing special about Arizona or Hawaii. It is. And I'll tell you why. For gambling <laughs> junkies. it's the only other game. No, that's why. No. For gambling junkies like ourselves, especially at mybookie.com, promo code drinking bros, doubles your deposits. Uh, here's what's special about this game. So, freshman year of uh, college, right? I li- my, my, one of my roommates was a bookie. Mm-hmm. And he had, it was the first one, he was the first person who had like satellite TV. He was watching games all over the fucking world or whatever. Every fucking junkie in America, dude, who had lost their day games and then lost that night game, uh, and it would usually end around 11, 1130, mm-hmm. would always throw down on Hawaii. Always. Hawaii. Hawaii. I'm going to need you to stay in it with me, Dan. I'm in it, man. Eye to eye, brother. I don't, there's a I'm lot, doing, of, lot I'm of doing, texting, a lot of bullshit. No, no, I'm doing math. To, to do math on your own goddamn time. It's math for the show, bitch. Um, but uh, with that being said, everyone would bet the Hawaii game and mm-hmm. usually the over in Hawaii. Uh, so living with him all, you know, all freshman year, getting to see it and getting to hear in everybody's bets, everybody would always through the house on the over of the, the Hawaii game to try to get their money back. Here's why we're doing this game against two unranked teams this yeah. week um, is for this. I love that gambling is legalized now in, in all 50 states, mm-hmm. right? More and more people are betting every single day on these games. They're kind of treating it like the lotto. I love that college football is getting in on the junkiness of gambling, dude, and putting Hawaii behind this game just because they know people are going to get their pants pulled down betting-wise on this Florida-Miami game. Although probably some, some assholes will probably take Miami, which is why this jumps up to seven and a half. Um, and then they're going to have to bet the Hawaii game to make up for what they lost on Florida what do you, versus what, Miami. What do you think about this game specifically? Because uh, the Hawaii game? Yeah. Uh, so here, here's what I think, right? Yesterday. Yesterday, this over was at 70. 74 now, right? I know. How, do, how does a fucking over jump four points? I have no idea. Uh, I do. I, again, everybody's betting this fucking game, this Florida-Miami game. There is no other game that day. If you're going to do a parlay, a two-team parlay, yeah. you've got to do it on something. Everybody and their fucking mother bets the over on Hawaii. It's a team you don't know. 
You have no idea what's going to happen. And this, for an over to jump four points in a day is fucking ludicrous. It is, man. I mean, they expect this game to be... 38-37 is what they're saying then? I, I'm seeing 42-32 or 42-31. That's what I'm seeing. All right. Does uh, Ari- can, can Arizona put that many points on the board? I don't fucking no, dude. They haven't before. In Hawaii? Hold on. Let me, let me see. I don't think they played Hawaii last year. Let me look at their... Uh, Nobody plays Hawaii. They're not in anybody's fucking conference, man. And the problem is this is in Hawaii. Yeah. Or Hawaii, Hawaii, as, as uh, everybody likes to call it. Uh, the, the Florida game's on at 7. This one's on at 10.30. What is that? What did I say? How many points? Hawaii. 42. I mean, they put up 42, one, two, three times all of last season. That's not a lot. Who did they put up 42 against? Uh, Southern Utah. That's a it's, fucking yeah. double-A team. And Oregon, actually. They beat Oregon 44-15. Last wow. year, Arizona did. Wow, wow, um, wow, wow, wow. And then Colorado, 42 right. 34. But. Look, they might be airing it out. It's Homeboy's second season up there. Um, 74 is so many fucking points, though. I don't bet the over on that. I just, anything above 70, man, makes me, gives me like heat shits, <laughs> like heat farts. <laughs> there is one game that I want the over in that's above 70, maybe. We'll see how the week plays out and how the betting goes, but it's uh, that Oklahoma-Houston game next weekend. Mm, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. neither one of those teams have ever – they don't even have defensive no. coordinators. I don't know I don't if think. they put defenses out on the field anymore. <laughs> they, just put, they just put, like, uh, cardboard pop-ups, and if you can avoid those, you can score. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is our college football talking shit show. Uh, by the way, the over-under on this – I mean, I mean the, uh, the spread on this Arizona-Hawaii game is uh, Arizona minus 11. Uh, I don't know enough about either one of these teams for this to like register. I know that that kid Tate from Arizona had a pretty good season last yeah, year. Yeah, I, I, Arizona looked good in stretches last year. Again, yeah. they, they they beat Oregon, and uh, you know, look, you're fine betting, and it's probably a, it's easily a two touchdown game. But you're you're right doing the simple math of that. They're expecting forty two forty or uh, forty two thirty two somewhere in there forty two thirty one or forty something something like that which yeah. which makes that eleven uh, plausible and uh, it makes the over plausible as well but man I, I don't me personally man I don't I don't put money on a seventy four over God damn it I mean that's a that's a touchdown like every two minutes going off in that fucking thing. Hawaii had a pretty good year last year though Hawaii I mean they lost to. Some teams that are not bad, and they fucking stomped a couple teams that aren't bad. They beat fucking Navy 59-41 last year. Whew. Yeah. Whew. And Navy wasn't that bad last year. Eh, they weren't that great either, but OIE. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, nothing like white girls coming back from OIE and then just saying mahalo to everybody, too. And take me back. Mahalo. Every time I Mahalo, see everyone. A, a girl post a picture of, of a fucking vacation she took six years ago, take me back. I wish they would take you back. Yeah, exactly. Fuck off. So get out we. of here. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, now we're going to call some folks, get them on the horn, let you talk a little bit of shit about your college football team. The reason why we're doing this today is we want this recorded uh, for the rest of the year, and that way... If you ever talk shit again, we can go back to this recording and look at your team and what you predicted for your team and say, do you remember you called in a Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show and talked a lot of shit about it? Well, we have it right now. And then, boom, we'll be able to pull it up. I'm going to make a soundboard out of all your bullshit predictions, and every time (laughs) you say anything, I'm just going to post a fucking MP3 of it. (laughs) 
All right. Who, who are we calling first? We're uh, going to start off with Luke Bobbitt. Luke Bobbitt. Hopefully his dick's all right. Yeah. Is that uh, Lorena's ex-husband? I don't know. Anybody with a Bobbitt last name, I'm sure he's heard it, you know? I'm sure he's heard a lot about his fucking wiener getting chopped off. His weenus. Yeah. That's always weird to me, man, when you have a name and uh, something like that happens to you. Yeah. Can you imagine your last name being OJ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Luke. Luke. How are you, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? What's I up, man? Uh, turn your volume man. down a little bit on yours. Yep. Um, uh, welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Who's your Who's your uh, college football yeah, team? Uh, well, I'm probably going to end up being that guy, but uh, roll tide, man. Roll tide, Alabama. Look, I'm glad we're starting off with Alabama, um, an Alabama fan at least. Whew, you, know where, you know where I'm going to go first with this, the schedule. Um, what is the fucking yeah. deal with this goddamn schedule? You guys play three Division II schools on, on your schedule, and, uh, it, and, and late in the season. It doesn't make any sense to me. Because uh, to, to me, on paper, looking your, at your schedule and what you guys are about to do this year, you're going to cakewalk into the SEC championship. There's only one tough game on, on your schedule, and it's, it's LSU, and it's at home, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, me being an Alabama fan, I guess I'll be, I'll kind of fall in the, the weird category of, I don't know, kind of being realistic about it. Not like, yeah, we've got fucking 400 national championships or shit. Uh, the big deal is, dude, you're, in my opinion, you're right. Yeah, and, uh, with, with the sk- strength of schedule. And, what's up? Yeah, yeah, the strength of schedule. Yeah, uh, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I guess for the past couple of years, Bama's strength of schedule has just been, honestly, I mean, terrible, dude. Like you're saying, we kind of cupcake at the beginning normally, then towards the end. Uh, I think the first real team we have that we're playing that's even ranked in the top 25 is like first week of October, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think it's Texas A&M, right? Yeah, yeah, it's A&M, and I think they're 12th. In the preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, we get some breaking but, news. Yeah, uh, Jalen Hurts just got announced as Oklahoma starter. Yeah. Well, we knew that. Boom. We knew yeah. that was going to happen. Anyways, um, continue. Yeah. What's, your, what's yeah. your feeling on on, on Jalen Hurts? By the way, you think he'll do well in Oklahoma? Man, I mean, between like the program's history, you know, as far as Oklahoma goes, and Jalen being the player he is, I, I think he does fine. I think Oklahoma overall does really well this year. You know, the, the hard time I have with him is, is uh, look, Jalen Hurts was, was fantastic for you guys. But again, it was against an easy schedule. When he actually was down and had to throw the ball from behind, his throwing isn't the best. Yeah. He's got a good arm, but it's not yeah. all that accurate. It's, it's not all that accurate. And, and in this, this uh, new fucking conference he's in here, you're going to have to put 60 points on the board yeah. every single game just to have a chance because you have no defense. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. What's, what's your prediction on Bama this year? Because um, my, my, here's my feeling on Bama. With, with this strength of schedule, I think it caught up with them last year, right? Once they got into playing yeah. some of the elite teams like Georgia, they should have lost that Georgia game. Georgia was up the entire game, and they came back and, and pulled off a miracle at the end. And then against Clemson, they got absolutely housed yeah. because they just weren't used to playing a team like that. They got really lucky with the Notre Dame thing. Or, I'm sorry, was it, was it Notre Dame for those guys? Yes, it was. 
What do you mean? No, uh, Clemson played uh, Notre you're Dame. Talking about the championship blowout or whatever. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like I said, I'm kind of a realist looking out at, I guess, the future on Bama and everything. The room's been good. The competition, I feel, across you know each conference the past couple of years has kind of leveled out. Um, I think Georgia takes us down in the SEC championship game. Uh, that's, that was my prediction, actually. Um, that's, what we, that's what we actually said on the yeah. show. Um, I think the mystique has been pulled back a little bit on Alabama. Not that they can't reload. I just think that Clemson is so much further ahead than every program in America right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think this is going to be Clemson's year. Well, look, man, this was refreshing talking to an Alabama fan who is actually realistic. That's yeah. one of the first times on this show. I feel like... Yeah. Uh, you know, not, the, not the asshole old-time Alabama fan, but the, <laughs> the guy that understands how everything kind of plays out. Yeah, you know, I, I like that. You know, every time you say "roll tide," a person has sex with their cousin. <laughs> ah, every God, single time. Don't remind me, Luke. Are you in Alabama? Yeah, man. Oh, you live there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, d- do me a favor and uh, just wake up your cousin next to you and tell her we said hello and thank you for being on the sports show. <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, best, best of luck to you uh, in, your, in your football season. We don't want to wish any team ill well except for uh, Notre Dame fans, yeah, obviously. Fuck Notre Dame. But, um, uh, yeah, we, we wish you the best because if you live and die on your teams like we do, it fucks up your entire fall. So uh, thanks for being on the show, man, and good luck to uh, Bama this year. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. All right, All right buddy. Uh, next up. Whoa. At least Alabama actually fucking exists, unlike this piece of shit. Ah, uh, you know who's up next. Craig Dulesky is up next. Craggers, man. Craggers. Giving Craggers a phone call. I haven't officially adopted him. Oh, my God. Uh, he's got one of those. Jesus Christ. What kind of, what, what kind of rock song is that? What is that bullshit ringtone? Yeah, Craig Dulesky, welcome to the show. People, people, people know you. They expect it. Uh, we just heard your gay fucking ringtone or whatever the fuck that was on the way in. Uh, is that... Gotta live in the past, Bob. I'm not sure what it was. It could be the Iowa fight song or whatever. Ah, uh, the Iowa fight song. Who knows? It's got a fight song for a state that doesn't exist. Exactly. Uh, Craig's, Craigers, what's, what's your prediction on Iowa football this year? Unfortunately, we're going to have to give the spreads out for the opening part of the season because they're ranked. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with this team? Uh, honestly, I got the little schedule right here as I'm driving home. Uh, I honestly see 9-3 or 8-4. Nine and three right or, or eight and four. Ah, that's realistic. I, I, I can actually see that as well for Iowa. Um, I'm surprised. Uh, we're, we're two for two on caller, callers who are realistic about their teams. Yeah. Well, uh, it, I don't. My cousin likes a uh, fan, though, so we don't do that thing in Iowa. So. What's that, banger cousin? No, we don't do that shit in Iowa. Because uh, Iowa doesn't exist, bitch. Yeah. Like, I, you can't I, bang a cousin that doesn't exist in a state that doesn't exist. Iowa's not real, but I will say this, Craigers. Uh, we'll see you on the cruise. You, you, you'll be on the Drinking Bros cruise here in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. I know. Me too, man. I'm fucking amped about We're it. We're going to butter that bread, brother. Yeah, we are, brother. <laughs> um, we'll see you on the cruise in a couple weeks, and, uh, and we'll also see you next year uh, at the Field of Dreams game. Oh, yeah. We're going. So we will, yep, yep. We, we, we will be in Iowa. Where, do you live in Iowa currently? 
Nah, I live in Maryland, but every now and then I go back to Iowa just to see some uh, family and friends. Gotcha. Yeah, mm. so we're going to do a podcast in Iowa outside of the Field of Dreams Stadium. Yep. And uh, that'll be a blast. Hopefully it doesn't get rained out. Does it rain a lot in Iowa? Do you know? Uh, not usually during the July time frame, but August kind of turns, but it's hot as fuck there because uh, August 13th is usually around the Iowa State Fair time, so you're going to have a lot of people coming into a state that doesn't exist. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of people that don't exist there. Don't, yep, s- don't sass me, boy. Yeah. Uh, this, by, um, by, by the way, for anybody who's listening at home, this is the guy that uh, Daniel has actually put in uh, papers to adopt. Yeah, I've adopted a number of drinking bros, yeah. including Jared. Yeah. So. Oh, father like son, I, I'm watching the live feed on YouTube. Dan and I, or Dad and I, have the same shirt on. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. So, so, you know, father like son. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, hey, man, Craigers, we'll see you in a couple weeks on the cruise. Uh, good luck to Iowa this season, my man. Yep, and I'll see you guys on the cruise in uh, Ohio State uh, tailgate. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Be That'll be there. fucking awesome, man. Sweet. Yeah, we'll yeah, see we'll you soon, buddy. Yeah, I gotta have the Zimas. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> Little <laughs> Zimas and Jollies. All Take right. care, buddy. See ya. Uh, next up, who's uh, Jordan Wenzel? That's your boy, right? Yeah, he asked he asked me to FaceTime him, so I'm gonna try that. Uh, FaceTime audio. Yeah, is he uh, overseas right now? I guess I don't know. Uh, he is in Craig's league, the Delesky Disappointments League for uh, <laughs> Drinking Bros uh, Fantasy Football. Um, which is man, that the fucking draft is right around the corner. It is. Uh, while you're dialing up that number, man, I'll, I'll talk. I'll just speak on what I've seen in the uh, the preseason here for the NFL. I'm really, really shocked at the uh, amount of playing time uh, that the starters aren't getting for all of these games, and we could be in for a shit show the first couple of weeks in the NFL. Why all these people regain their sea legs? Because yeah, it's going to be man, uh, a lot you, of flags when you don't scrimmage or i mean not scrimmage but uh when you don't play preseason at all against other teams man there's gonna be a lot of fucking flags especially those away games for for teams that are having to do yeah. silent snap counts and stuff like that mm-hmm. because of the noise like if you're in uh if you're in kansas city yep. you're in minnesota one of those stadiums that gets loud as fuck you're fucked yeah it's, there's gonna be some sloppy play week one man um i'm, I'm genuinely surprised at that What's going on, guys? Jordan. Jordan. Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports Companion Show. Who's your uh, college football team? Uh, man, I was hoping you guys would call me before that loop guy. Roll Tide. Uh-huh. Oh, so uh, are you the cousin that he was banging? Ah, there we go. He woke you up. Look, we don't do that gay shit. No. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> that's not what I heard. But Yeah. Uh, you just you got you to gotta keep it uh, in your ancestry. I f- yeah, I feel like as long as they're related, it doesn't really matter what their gender is. No, no. A lot of, a lot of people have close together eyes down there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when your eyes are far apart, that's fetal alcohol syndrome. Is it really? And when somebody's eyes are too close together, I call those AC, almost Cyclops. Okay. Okay, sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, let's, so, Jordan, let's, let's talk uh, Bama football here. Um, the caller on before, he was a realist. He said you guys were losing in the SEC championship to Georgia. Uh, we said that on our prediction show. What do you, what do you think is in Bama's future this year? Um, so, I'm a little bit different, and I've got, I've got a couple reasons for it. Um, okay. 
a lot of people are down on Bama in the LSU game. And the reason being is that, uh, so LSU typically, except for the last, uh, let's see, eight years, um, they typically beat us in Tuscaloosa. But since uh, Nick Saban destroyed them in that uh, shutout in the championship game, they haven't been able to. And then Georgia, I don't think Kirby Smart is ready to beat Nick Saban. It's not a battle of teams necessarily because I think Georgia is currently sporting more talent than Alabama is. Right. Um, I, I just don't think that Kirby Smart is ready to take the step because Saban, number one, has never lost to any of his predecessors. And, I mean, yes, if there is anyone who can do it, it is Kirby Smart. He was Saban's right-hand man for his entire career until he took over in Georgia. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think he's going to do it this year. And uh, I think it's going to be next year for Georgia. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in Fromm. I think he throws way too many picks in prime time, and uh, I just I don't think he can pull it off. Ooh, so uh, so let, let's go back to the national championship uh, where you guys beat Georgia. Um, yeah, uh, which was an overtime game. Yeah, very sloppy that second half. Uh, Alabama just seemed to chuck into it just to figure it out, um, and you, you end up winning, right? If you go back and watch that game film, there was passes where he wasn't even looking, and it was going to the wrong receiver for touchdowns, two of those, right? Yeah. Uh, Georgia should have won that game. They should have. They should have been national champions that game, in my opinion. Um, I agree. That first half was just a complete ass-stomping. I mean, look, let's face it. That first half of football is what got Jalen Hurts starting quarterback at uh, Oklahoma. Um, And then you go back to last year's SEC championship game, I, don't, I still don't know how they lost that game. It's Kirby Smart. Kirby's losing to Saban. It's not Bama beating Georgia. It's Kirby Smart's losing to Saban. Okay. Uh, look, uh, there, there is something to that. You're right. There's a psychological thing to it. Uh, Harbaugh's going through it with, uh, at Michigan right now. So, um, yes, you, you could be right. So, if, if that is your prediction and that happens, okay, what do, you, what do you have them, Bama, doing in the playoffs? Because I do think they make the playoffs. I've got Bama beating Washington State and then going on to beat Clemson. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you got Washington State in, uh, in the Final Four, the college football playoffs. Yes, I do. <laughs> I think they made enough noise last year. And they, are, they do have, let's see here, one, two, three top-ranked. I mean, Stanford doesn't really count. But they have two top-ranked teams they're playing. They can run the table. No, four, because they got Washington. They can run the table, and if they do, I don't think that they can keep the Cougars out over Georgia, who I ultimately think Bama is going to beat in the SEC championship um, when they're both undefeated teams playing each other. Oh, boy. There's so, there's so much crazy in this that it's hard to dissect. We'll start off with Washington State, okay? They lost their quarterback. That Minishu kid was yeah. was their, their, their team, man. So they've got to start over with a brand-new quarterback. I like watching Mike Leach as a coach because it's crazy and he's going to go for it on fourth down every single time and you don't care. That just can't win you a national championship um, and it's going to cost you one or two games during the regular season playing like that. Yeah, the other thing is Washington State doesn't have a run game to speak of. No. Like their high last year was 82 yards, I think, for any individual player yes. as a rusher. Yep. So it's it's tough without a run game. Um uh, so I don't think Washington State makes the college football playoffs. Now, now, let's suppose Alabama does play Clemson for the national championship. 
In what world do you think they can beat Clemson after the dismantling last year and they've only gotten better? Yeah, Clemson's gotten better, and there's no sign that Alabama's gotten better. In fact, Tua's health overall is in question right now, right? Because we haven't seen him play yet since he stumbled into the playoffs last year. Right. So I'm not as high on Tua as everyone else seems to be, and I'm also not as high on Trevor Lawrence as everyone else is. You're talking about two kids who got thrown into impossible situations and shined out one time, right? So Trevor Lawrence came in, what, fifth game of the season? Yeah. Went on, and yeah, he played great. But Tua also played great for the majority of the season. I don't think that they're these generational guys that everyone's making them out to be. And these tem- these teams were winning on defense and big playability. That comes down to their receivers. So that's Ross on um, Ross and that other kid on Clemson. And then you got Jerry Judy, Waddle, and uh, whatever his name is, the second receiver on Bama's squad. Yeah, Bama's got uh, great receivers this year. Yeah, we've got three guys who are going to go in the first three rounds in this upcoming draft. Right. Um, I'm looking at Clemson losing two superstars on their defense, on that defensive line. Uh And I don't see where they're going to replace that kind of talent. Those are the, I mean, comparison, like Aaron Donald type disruptors. Sure. They're coming line and they're fucking up everything. They had two of running for his life in that game. And the kids just doesn't play well under that kind of pressure. So I don't see where they do that again. And I also don't see a world where Nick Saban, lets a team beat him that bad again we're also talking about i mean alabama and clemson they've split the last four years but bama beat them pretty decisively uh in new orleans in 2018 so i see no reason why everyone should just sleep on bama just because they got their ass beat one time here's why because steve sarkazian uh, versus Brent Venables. <laughs> Steve Sarkazian, oh. the Alabama offensive coordinator, versus Brent Venables, the Clemson defensive coordinator, who is the best defensive coordinator in, in college football. Correct. If it's coach Absolutely. versus coach, like which is what your premise is, and we agree to that uh, to yeah, some extent. 100%. And look, Clemson did lose uh, Farrell Wilkins, Lawrence, and Bryant, uh, but they haven't just like stopped recruiting. They have the they got the they had the best recruiting class on defense in the nation last year. So it's not like. It's not like they're going to just like fall off the edge of the earth. Um, I see what you're saying with the defense. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, look, man, um, I, I, I like the brass you got on you between that's dangling between your legs right now because I, I just don't have that, that confidence in Bama anymore. And uh, this will be a very telling year, I think, for the Alabama football program. Um, if they are able to overcome that horrific loss last year yeah. and win the national championship, uh, it'll say a lot about about this team and the and the grit of Tua, obviously. Uh, but if they lose again, especially with the schedule they have, um, I think it's going to fuck them later on down the the road. And uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But uh, either way, look, that's a fucking hot take, dude, and I enjoy it. Uh, good luck to Bama this year, and uh, I'd wish you luck against me in fantasy football. But uh, you're going to get them panties pulled down or just to the side, and my wiener's going to be inside you. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to win that league, and then I'm coming back up, and I need some Notre Dame gear. Uh, I've been looking up some napalm uh, <laughs> recipe. i got to light some shit on fire, man. To, to blow up that helmet. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we're going to call Kalen Catrone, uh, or Cathrone. We'll actually find out what his name is here when we call him. Jordan, thanks for being on the show, buddy. 
All right, guys. Roll Tide. See you, man. <laughs> no one gives a shit. Kalen. Kalen Cathrone. Uh, he's got his own league now. He's got his own league in DB Sports. That just shows you if you're a big Fantasy enough piece football. of shit, you can get your own league. Yeah. It's the Rudy League. My, the name of my team in his league is uh, Rudy was an inside job. <laughs> so, uh, I, look, whatever happens to that helmet happens. Oh, yeah. Because let's face it. He's not going to win this goddamn thing. No way. And oh. I don't believe I've ever talked to him on the phone. I don't think so. Hello? Hello, Kalen. How are you, Kalen? I am doing well in yourself, sir. Fucking dirtbag. Is it Cathrone? Catherine. Catherine. We were way off for an entire year. Yeah, you could have corrected us at any point in the last 18 months, you <laughs> piece of shit. I, I could have, but the ignorance that I got a laugh out of every week was pretty great. Oh, that's funny, man. Now, let me ask you this. How great was the laugh of seeing your Notre Dame team get the shit kicked out of it last year? I'll tell you what, man. It was brutal. It was brutal. That was an awful game, man. I, they didn't score one single point, right? Yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> in in, in your defense, it was Clemson, though, which uh, is, in my opinion, between this year and last year, I think they're they're going to go down as – one of the greatest teams of all time. Well, so I mean, the experts are all saying that this year might they might be even better, I, despite I, losing those defensive guys. And I'm with them on this. I, uh, I think that's going to be the maybe the best college football team of all time. I, I actually think that next year will be the best. Their team next year, provided no one gets injured, will be yeah. the best college football team that we've ever seen. Because they they got they've already signed five of the six top recruits from high school last year or yeah. for this year. Uh, but hey, so let's but let's talk Notre Dame football here. Uh, who's your quarterback this year? Uh, Ian Book coming back from last year. Okay, so Book Book is still in there. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other kid yeah. transferred, right? He's down at uh, UCF. Is he's, that where he's at? Yeah, somewhere in Florida. Is it UCF or U, UF? Yeah. Yeah, yeah an, an, another one transferred, too, to another Florida school. Uh, what, what's the honest opinion of, of Notre Dame's uh, football this year? Because, look, I will give you guys this. Every year you schedule, you have a hard schedule. Um, because you have to because you're an independent uh, however, unless you run the entire table this year, you're not getting in just simply for the, the, the play of Notre Dame and big games and playoffs and national championships recently. So I don't think it's going to happen. Can you guys run the table this year? Uh, crossing my fingers, yes, but uh, honestly, no. Um, and, and the reason I say that, a couple, couple things real quick. Number one, I don't trust Brian Kelly in any game that means anything. Um, I don't either. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I just I don't like that coach, man. I, but but here's the here's the problem with it. I don't see a better one left that's out there that could replace him. Therefore, that fucker just keeps his job. It, it, you're exactly right. I mean, they don't pay him Urban Meyer money or Dabo Sweeney money or Nick Saban money. But I mean, who who are you gonna go get? I mean, yeah, kind of. You're just like Georgia. I mean, you're going to get Kirby Smart or somebody that coached under one of these guys and hope that they can beat them. And Do you think there's any chance at all that Urban Meyer goes there? No. Versus USC or some somewhere some other no. big program. No. Needs. And, I'll, and I'll tell you why. There are way too many recruiting negatives for him to be able to recruit players at Notre Dame like he did at Florida or Ohio State. You mean they have too many like actual rules they follow? Not and academics. Academics, oh, yeah, because yeah. yeah, they're they're big on academics there, and that's real. Well, it is a college. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I actually I actually looked this up just because I was jerking around earlier today. 
Um, Notre Dame graduated. They're like number one, two, and three yearly in graduation rates for student athletes with yeah. Duke and Northwestern. Yeah, so, I, I, mean, I, I believe it. They, they don't put dumb dumbs out of that school, which is one of the reasons I, you know, I've always been a fan of them. Sure. You know, growing up. Sure. So, what's your what's your honesty of of how many losses Notre Dame has has this year? Uh, so, just looking at their schedule, the the Georgia game is going to be, in my opinion, the hardest. Yeah, because it's at Georgia, right? Yeah, it's it's in Athens. Um, you go to Athens, and you're playing Georgia, who has arguably one of the best rosters in college football this year. Yep. Going to be tough. Um, very tough. I, yeah. I don't. I don't Honestly, that's probably the loss I see out, you know, glaring loss. What, what about and Michigan? That was, that's the other one. That's it's at Ann Arbor. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's not in their uh, favor, but of those two, I think their chances of beating Michigan are better than beating Georgia. Well, the good news about that is that they're playing Michigan a little later. I mean, actually, it's not necessarily good news because they kind of snuck up on Michigan this past season. Right. Uh, it was it was the first game. Yeah, yeah, beat them by a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, the good news is is that if Michigan doesn't come out of the gate balling like crazy, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of turmoil there about whether or not to fucking fire homeboy, and that might play in Notre Dame's favor. Yeah. Because anytime like, college football is all about coaches, like you say. Yeah. So if... If homeboy's in the hot seat that late in the season, so mm-hmm. I think it's like October 26th is when that game is. Um, man, I don't know what will happen there. Michigan's been the most inconsistent powerhouse team over the last, what, 10 years? Yeah, and I mean, I, are we calling Michigan a powerhouse team is, is an honest question. I don't right? know. I mean, they can't beat their chief rival. They haven't, but in, the, in their division in the Big Ten, they haven't even finished past third with, with, yeah. with Harbaugh there. So. I, I I don't know, but uh, I, I think you're right. So th- that Georgia game, I think they take a loss. Uh, I think Michigan with Shea Patterson back and having a year under his belt, not being a transfer, I, I think they lose that game. Um, I, that book kid is pretty goddamn good. He is, but the, and, he, and he's he, got a full year under his belt. He does, but the the problem is like there's Dude. a there's a pretty good chance that Clemson there's a ver- there's a Clemson will come in undefeated. Yes. And Alabama probably will. Georgia very likely will because the only other ranked team, I mean, they play Florida, but who knows? We don't even know how good Florida is yet. No. Uh, and then they play Auburn and A&M, but like, they, they have a really tough schedule, but chances are they're going to be in that hunt too. Yeah. And then Texas is expected to be really good. There's a lot of teams Oklahoma's up there. Oklahoma's expected to be good. Yeah. Ohio State's supposed I, to be good. I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if uh, fucking, man, There's gonna I don't be a know. Lot of- one loss, good one loss teams yeah. this year battling to get into the playoffs. The good news for Notre Dame is they don't have a fucking puppy dog schedule like some of these other one loss teams probably will. Yeah, and I and I think and I think look, if those are your two losses, Michigan and uh Georgia, uh you, you probably end up in a pretty decently uh big bowl game, you know? Maybe one of those t- top eights. So playing devil's advocate, let's just say they beat Michigan mm-hmm. and they lose a close game at Georgia. Georgia goes on to be undefeated and beats Bama in a championship game. Does Notre Dame then get into the fourth slot to get into the playoff? No. I, could, I could see it. I, I it can't. depends on what everybody else does. Because uh, somebody uh, else will have to have two losses probably for them to step over. I'll tell you why. And this is from a personal standpoint here. Because uh, the Big Ten has been going through this for the last couple of years. Uh, which I find it bullshit. But 
Ohio State got smoked by Clemson in that uh, CFP game, right? I don't think right. we, I don't think they scored a point. Um, and it, it was just that was the beginning of Dabo Sweeney as we know it. And uh, they got smoked, and we got penalized. I, I mean, we've fuck. We only lost one game last year. Um, we've been losing one game every year. Urban Meyer himself, what he he lost eight games in seven years total. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. And two of them, I think, were to Clemson for Christ's sakes. So I, I, you do get penalized, and I think Notre Dame is going to get penalized for it this year. That's why I'm, I'm saying they have to go undefeated or they will not make the college football playoffs because of the way they look shitty in big games. That national championship, fuck, man, wasn't that? They didn't score a point in that one either, right? Well, that they, they had no – and I'm a Notre Dame fan. They had no business being in that game. They, they had a good defense and zero offense that year. I mean, yeah. if you go back and look at – who they played, they beat them strictly with offense and being able to score just a few points, and they could not hang with with Alabama. I mean, not, yeah, Alabama was boat racing everybody that year. I, I want to say it was like fifty eight or fifty nine a zero. I mean, something crazy like that. And then last year, getting smoked by Clemson. I think everybody's done with that. So unless Notre Dame goes undefeated, um, they get penalized. Uh, you know, look, you beat Georgia though at Georgia. That is a monstrous win, and that is shoving it up everybody's asses. Uh, and then if you beat Michigan, who, in my opinion, by the, by the time they get to that Michigan game, Michigan will be undefeated. George yeah. will be undefeated. You win those two games, man. Um, you know, it'd be hard to keep them out at that point. But uh, yeah. and I'll tell you what, the, the other thing that my, my personal pet peeve is I kind of feel like, especially these last two or three years, the Notre Dame talent that they've put out has kind of gotten squandered uh, by the coaching. Um, I, at least that's my feeling. Mm-hmm. They, uh, if you look at how many people went in the draft, I mean, first rounders of offensive linemen, and you know uh, how many wide receivers that they have in the NFL now. It's um, they're they're not far behind the Clemson's and Georgia and Alabama, and they just can never win. You know, get over the hump to to be that perennial powerhouse again. Yeah, the yeah. hump is their recruiting standard, so that's never going to happen. No. And, and modern football, mo- modern college football, they're never going to be. I mean, look, they, there's a chance. There's always a chance, but uh, it's, it's, it's very tough. slim. It's tough. I think they need to, to join a conference. What are your feelings on that? Absolutely not. And, and, I'll, and this is why. The conference, as you guys said earlier, they play a tough schedule every year. Mm-hmm. Reasonably tough. Um, a conference, I mean, limits you to who you can play. So. You know, every, everybody's, you know, I was listening to you guys earlier. You're, you're down on Alabama's schedule. Yes. And I get that to a point. You know, they're, they're, they play Auburn, LSU, you know, these, those, those teams that they have right there in their, in their schedule, but are in their conference, but they're out of schedule or out of conference schedule is very weak. And I, I think that's the, even in the Big Ten, you, you got to play Minnesota, you got to play Northwestern. Right those kinds of teams aren't as quality of a team as Notre Dame going in schedule and Stanford, USC out in the Pac-12, um, Virginia Tech out of the ACC. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're getting a diverse – or Georgia out of the SEC. They're getting a diverse uh, schedule from teams all around the country, so a variety of styles of play. And every week it's somebody different with a, you know, a different 
concept, a different scheme. No, you, you're, you're right. And, I, you know, thinking back to uh, when Notre Dame played Ohio State back in the 90s, it was a home and home. We, you guys played one at Ohio State. We played one at Notre Dame. Um, the, the, you're right. The beauty of that is you put Notre Dame on your schedule. And that brings everybody out. It's under the lights. Like, everybody wants to yep. play Notre Dame. And, uh, no, you're right. There is some thought to that. Because let's say you put Notre Dame in the ACC. Isn't that where your basketball is? Yeah, well, yeah, they play half an ACC schedule now. So that's why they have Duke, um, Virginia. Got it. Duke, uh, Louisville, you know, Virginia Tech. Every year they play a half a. Yeah, because if, if you put this, if you put Notre Dame in the ACC, you're right. Your, your schedule would be shitty because you've got Clemson, um, and that's 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 your hardest game. But then you know your, your second tiered team is Miami, which isn't. Well, eh. we'll see about them. Yeah, we'll see about them Saturday. Yeah. But I, look, I just said I just on, on the prediction earlier. I think they're getting house opening week. But uh, you have Miami, and then what? I guess Syracuse in that. But you're right. If that schedule would be way shittier than um, uh, than your schedule now. Because uh, you're right, you, you guys consistently every year really go out of your way to, to schedule some of the top teams. And uh, that is one positive I can say about Notre Dame. Um, yeah. and, but, you know, seven, seven teams out of the 12 that they're playing this year have a bye the week before they play them. Oof. For Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just right here, New Mexico, Bowling Green, USC, Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, and Boston College all have a bye the week before they play Notre Dame. You know what they have in common, though? They're all shitty. Yeah, so. most of those teams <laughs> suck. So well, you're, you're right, but USC always has half, if nothing else. They do. Um, they do. So That's a, it's a tough game. The motivation, you can have a ball game on your hands real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, look, Kalen, um, we, we appreciate you being on the show. I'd wish you luck in fantasy football, but uh, obviously you need to be destroyed. Where were you when you watched that Rudy jersey burn live on Facebook last year, that signed uh, Rudy jersey burn? I was in my office. Actually, I meant to ask you guys, uh, what's your favorite color, green, blue, or gold? Um, I'm going to be buying some flags to send to you guys just <laughs> in case. Just in case we pull this fucking fucking game off here oh so for the for the fans at home i said if if notre dame went to the college football playoffs um and i said this in our on drinking bro sports so sign up on facebook that's uh, a private group and we can talk shit i said if notre dame went to the college football playoffs this year i would hang a flag outside of my house and and fly it for one year yep um i will let you choose the color of flag and uh, I will hang it outside my house for the entire year. I'm, sta- I'm standing by that bet. Is there a, like a, a limit to how fucked up this flag can be? Is he going to put a dick on there? What's going no, on? No, I, I, look, we got HOAs and bullshit, man. Um, so just make it a, you know, your, Notre, your standard Notre Dame flag. But I'll let you choose any color. Um, okay. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. My kids also got a, like a playroom in I'll put one of those signs up that says play like a champion today. One of the Notre Dame signs above it. Um, so you can see that in the morning on his way to kindergarten. There you go. You can smack it on his way out the door every day. <laughs> All right, man. I look forward to dis- dismantling you at the draft next week. I'll see you then, oh, Kalen. I, right. I, have, I haven't looked forward to this as much as my first girlfriend putting her hand down to my pants. I mean, this is. I get it, man. Year, man. You look, it's, on. it's like playing Jordan in, in a one-on-one game. You only get one shot at this. So. <laughs> Uh, you best not miss, my man, because I'm the best to ever do it in fantasy. Uh, appreciate you being on the show. We'll chat soon. Uh, let's right, go to Cody. All right, see you, man. 
Cody's uh, coming up. Did you notice? I actually that, like Kalen. I've never talked to him before. No, he's all right, except for that whole Notre Dame shit. <laughs> uh, did you he's actually a good dude? Did you notice how he said, "Put um, my girl's hands down my pants"? Yeah. Um, he kind of sounded like Squirrely Dan. Oh yeah. From uh, Letter Kenny there. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, Jamie, our producer, I want to give you a, a shout out. Something you had written on the uh, the board earlier. Um, Jared is his flight is late. Yeah, I texted him that. Okay, cool. So. Uh, he will be here um, when he gets here. Yep. You know, probably a weight issue on the plane. They'd probably just shift him to the other side. Or a smell. Yeah. yeah what time is Jared getting in? 9.06. Probably have to wait till tomorrow. Oof. Jared. Classic Jared. Classic. Hello. Cody. What's up? Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brother. Why don't you turn that phone down to yeah. Tad? What's going on, big man? Who's your Who's your favorite college football team? The Sooners. Oh, okay, good. I, look, this is a good one. We got a We got a Boomer Sooner here. Um, what What is your thoughts on Jalen Hurts? He just got announced the starter about an hour ago here, live on the program. What are your thoughts on the Sooners this year? A lot of people are high on them, actually. Um, it really depends on. The Jalen that shows up. I mean, if he if he can show up and actually show off his arm and be accurate, we have a really good chance at at least doing well. I mean, if he if he pulls this crap that they pulled in the national, then we're screwed. Yeah, man. I so here's my my feeling on this. And I, look, I hope hopefully you're honest about your team. No one plays defense in that entire conference. Um, there, therefore, Jalen's going to have to put sixty on the board. Does he have the accuracy to do that week after week, throw, you know, 40 fucking balls? I think so, only because we normally have a really strong backfield, so we can alleviate a little bit of pressure. That's true. I just, I don't think he can air it out as accurately as Baker could. Yeah. Well, we'll see in, in week one. They're playing Houston, and that team doesn't play any defense either. So <laughs> the over-under should be 80. It's 74 or 79 and a half. Is I it think. really? Yeah, I think so. Well, let me look. so fucking funny, man. Let I was so see. close on that. It is. Uh, fuck. I lost it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go through your schedule here because um, Texas. Look, Texas came on at the end of the year. Um, they, I, I think they're I think they're getting overshadowed by a lot of people i think they're going to be they could be a powerhouse if they play like they did at the end of last year i know dan's got him in his final four here yeah. for the i, th- I think texas is going to make it playoffs so it's 79 and a half yeah 79 and a half is your opening so game he's going to get a chance houston man he's going to get a chance to air it out and he's either going to do it or not <laughs> right but that's a good confidence if you're a quarterback in a system that requires you to throw a ball that's a good opening game to schedule i don't know if they did that on purpose or it's coincidence but that worked out for him because, I, look, they play Houston and South Dakota. Yeah. So there's going to be some points in both yeah. of those games one way or another. They're going to have to build him up pretty big. I mean, really, I'm not really worried about anybody but Texas. Uh, OSU always gives us a strong game, but that's mm-hmm. just because it's a rivalry game. That happens every year. Yep. And then they completely fall apart. You're not worried but about Texas, Iowa State? I, yeah, I was going to say the one you should watch out for is Iowa State, man. They always sneak up and upset two people a year. But they they just lost their both their six foot four wide receivers that gave us a nightmare. I'm pretty sure to the draft. They did, yes. Um, but I, it's it's one of those yeah. weird teams, man. They just you know they they just, just seem to find a way. I know. I, I don't I don't know how. You know they never end up in the top five or anything. But every year they 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 upset two people. So I think you know as an Oklahoma fan, 
those are the three games you probably have to worry about. Uh, Oklahoma State, um, Texas, and then Iowa State. And I think the rest of the schedule sets up pretty nice for you guys. Uh, you know, you got te- Texas Tech. Smooth. Yeah, you got Texas yeah. Tech and all that stuff. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, tech, tech could always go up and beat somebody, though. It's, they've never stopped airing out. I mean, they could they could show up and beat anybody. Especially. So can't, can't sleep on them, but they should. that should be a W. But if they don't show up, it's going to be a loss. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they got a new coach, so they got to deal with that. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see. What where do you have them finishing the season, Oklahoma, this year? Uh, man, it's really hard to tell without laying eyes on Jalen. Honestly, I have them losing at least one game, possibly two, for sure. Yeah, it's funny you say that. So I, I I've got them. It's uh, I, I got them losing against Texas. Um, and then, uh, look, I'm going to throw in a, a wonky Iowa State game. And then, uh, look, they'll probably go against Texas for the, the conference championship, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, it should be. It should be. The, the Big 12 should play out almost exactly the way it did last year. Yeah, and I, and I think here's the – so we had a Notre Dame fan on right before you. I think here's the difference with Oklahoma. If you guys lose to Texas early, right – if you beat Texas late in that uh, that championship game, you might squeeze into the the the, the top four. Well, there. that's what happened last year. That's what happened last year. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that that second Texas game came down to the wire. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I'd say what man, your team looks sexy for the future, man. I think that Rattler kid is going to be the fucking truth. Man, I'm hoping so. They put a they're putting a lot of faith in that kid. I've I was really glad he decided to stay after Jalen transferred in, but same because I I, I oh. do I do think you need a year. Starting as a freshman is always tough, but uh, that, I think that kid is going to be pure sex coming up for you guys. You're, he he talks a lot of shit, and uh, he just reminds me of he's kind of got that moxie like Baker had. So um, I think look, yeah, the future is bright in Oklahoma, for, especially playing for Lincoln. I mean, there's yep. If you if you're a quarterback and you honestly want to go pro, there's not that many places to go other than Oklahoma where you're going to have a genius like that that's going to make you, even if you're not really a Heisman guy, you're going to get Heisman numbers just on our offense. Oh, 100%. Anywhere in the Big 12, you're going to get those Heisman numbers. So, uh, Well, hey, man, thanks for the time today. And, uh, yeah, the, the future is bright in Oklahoma. I just don't know if it's this year per se, but uh, it's gonna, they're going to be fun to watch. Um, all right. Th- thanks, buddy. We'll go to the next one. Um, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah. see you, You want to follow this up with the other Sooner, Sooner fan that's yeah. that's on here? Uh, Let's do it. Forest Maverick, Dosier. That's a that's a weird last name. What's, Do- weird? What's weird about it? Uh, by, by the way, somebody wrote in to me and was just like, oh, "I'll take it right after this." Then um, it's pretty funny. Hello. Hi, hi, Forest. Holy shit. Yeah, get your dick Welcome. out, brother. Welcome, brother. <laughs> Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports. Forest Maverick. Is it Dozier? We're trying to we're trying to figure out that last name. It's Dozier. Ah. So why why the H? Yeah. You probably should have taken that out. That's like a, Bull Dozier? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, pretty much just like that. Yeah. Yeah, you probably should have taken that H out. Uh, so, hey, ironically, <laughs> the, uh, the person we called right before you is a, a, a big Sooner fan. Um, where do you see them ending up this year? Uh, you know. That's exactly I what he said. That. 
Well, I don't know. They've got us ranked as number four in one of the polls that I've seen. All of them. So, if I had to guess, at least maybe not to the top bowl, but one of the big ones. Okay. Well, yeah, they'll definitely make. Jaylen. They'll make a top 10 bowl. Yep. For sure. I, I think they'll make a top 10 bowl. So, the top 25 came out today for AP. Uh, AP's got the same as uh, the coaches poll. So, they got uh, Oklahoma at four. Um, well, I, look, we, we just talked to a, a caller right before you about it. That Texas game is tough. Iowa State is tough. And, uh, you know, Oklahoma State, obviously, rivalry game, and we'll see. But uh, it could end up being the same thing as last time where you play, you play Texas in that, that championship game again. I think it, there's a high chance that it could be. Yeah, I mean, because Texas is quite definitely one of our tough rivalries. But, I mean, and Oklahoma State is a 50-50 shot either way. Yeah. But – yeah, uh, how how do you feel how do you feel about Jalen Hurts? I I asked the guy right before you how he felt about him at, at QB, and uh, the t- again the tough the toughest part is you got to put sixty on the board in that conference to win. Is he going to be accurate enough? And is he on a short leash? Let me ask you that. I don't think he's on a short leash. I think he's here to show that he could go farther than what Alabama thought he could. Okay, and that he's going to pretty much take us where we should be with a new coach and everything. Yeah. Cause you look, got, this is the year, the second year with Lincoln Riley as head coach. So yeah. And, and look, you got a good running game. Um, the only thing is his accuracy. Uh, look, I, I like that Rattler kid a lot. Um, I think me, per- this is just a guess. If he starts struggling early on, right. Um, yeah, I think that they go to Rattler and uh, and let him play it out. I think if they get housed by Texas, I think they might sw- move on to Rattler and see where that plays out. But uh, I look, Jalen Hurts is a, is a person um, I, I root for, just because I think he's a class act across the board. He did it right. Some of these guys that transfer don't. Yeah, and so like I I don't want to shit on Jalen Hurts at all, man. I, I I'd like for for this to be a great success story for him. Um, because he got, he re, I, in my opinion, he got boned at Alabama um, with that whole fucking Tua Sitch. He's, he's got some stuff that I think Alabama would let him show that I think Lincoln's going to tap into. But I have a feeling that Texas will be the deciding game for him. Yep. Just because that's such a big rivalry with us that if you don't do good, then I guarantee you they're going to be like, okay, man, you got to sit it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I do too. Um, well, look, best to you, best to the Sooners this year, and uh, appreciate you listening to the show, my man. Oh, man, I love the show, both Sports Companion and the regular one. You guys are the greatest. Keep no, up. you're the greatest. No, nah, you're the greatest, for real, man. Well, like, dude, you're, you guys are the reason we're on the air and we can keep the lights on. So thank you very much, man, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, take it easy. Bye, buddy. Right, see you, buddy. Uh, next up, we'll, we'll go to uh, Richard Denoff. Ah, it's one of my faves, dude. Uh, I talk about him all the time. I know he's an Ohio State guy. He's uh, got one of the best tailgates in the business, him and uh, Tony Tamparello. Um, and we'll be at his tailgate. So uh, before we get him on the horn here, you can go ahead and dial the number. Uh, we will be, Dan and I will be at the Penn State game, uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Obviously, both of us went to school there. And uh, we'll, we'll be live from Richard's tailgates, who we're calling right now. 
Um, but that's always a fucking good time. Mr. Patterson. Oh, boy. <laughs> the last time I saw you, I was sleeping in a fucking trailer in, in the middle Penn of a field. Yeah. And uh, you woke us up for no reason. And then 6 a.m. Well, he, no, he had to get in. And then he sat sat there and drank outside the trailer for two more hours. He goes hard, dude. Richard goes hard. And and I've got your fucking Buckeyes here. And you have to be a homer. Yeah. So uh, uh, for anybody watching the video show on uh, YouTube, Dan's got your Buckeyes here. So he's holding them up. He's going to wear them to the the Penn State-Ohio State game as promised. Uh, Look, Justin Fields just got named the starter, uh, which we all knew, obviously. Um, Yeah. Where, where where do you got Ohio State this year? So saying Justin Fields is the same thing as saying the sky's blue. Yeah, uh, that that was an yeah. easy call, and we uh, look, we all knew that. I don't know where that fake article popped up over the weekend uh, or last week. It's probably CNN. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably Don Lemon, blue. brother. Yeah. Um, wh- wh- I think our our first big test will be Nebraska, but I think we'll still come out maybe. I'd say 10 to 13, I think we'll struggle the first half mm-hmm. because, you know, normally we are a second half team <laughs> via everything you've seen, you know, the last couple of years. Sure. But I don't think we're going to have as many problems as everybody else is thinking. Ryan Day's been on the staff for the last three years. Yes. And he's a, he's a you genius. Know, they, they, College yep. wanted him. Nat, or Tennessee wanted him. Yep. He's going to be a beast. My only worry is our offensive line. I'm not sure how many guys we're bringing back. They were a little sloppy last year. Our defense is going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. You know, we plucked coaches from you know the state up north and all that stuff. Yep. I think we're going to beat Dan's little alma mater by at least 13. I know I called last year. I called 10 last year, and we only won by one. But, you know, I'm going to have the fake state guy here himself, Craig Gillespie, in the house <laughs> for the game. So I think I don't think we'll have a problem there. I, you know, the game against the team up north against Michigan yeah, yeah. will be the big test. Because like you stated earlier, if he doesn't do well, then he's gone. So there's so much pressure on him. So, mm-hmm. That could be a huge game where we're both undefeated going into that game. And I think it's going to be a year upset. So all these other teams you're talking about, Oklahoma, Texas, I think most of them teams might come in with two losses. Hey, look, it's possible, man. I, I, is, I honestly yeah. don't see, uh, and things can change as the season goes on, I don't mm-hmm. see Michigan as a threat to Ohio State this year, and I'll tell you why. They were a threat last year, or at least a presumed one. And we all thought that Harbaugh's job was on the line, and they fucking sucked. Yeah. Uh, look, Ohio State hung 62 on them. Yeah. And it was... I think they're in their head, man, at brutal. this point, after seven years. I Look, I hope so. I really do. Um, but, but I think the way this, this season sets up for Michigan uh, and their schedule, um, if, if there is one down year for Ohio State, it is new coach, transferred quarterback. This is their only year to get in. Because next year, Ohio State's going to be favored uh to to play in the national championship yeah you would think so uh, look, with, with justin fields his second year under there so if the biggest concern about feel uh, is about their offense is that uh the offensive line is not as good maybe as it was in years past fields is a little bit more mobile than, than he's, a, he's the fastest guy yeah. in college football so he's certainly more so than and, than dwayne haskins you know, so yeah. 
Yeah. Dobbins is going to have, you know, 1,000 to 1,500 yards this year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, honestly, I would not be surprised. I, I, I don't think they're favored to, but I would not be surprised if things work out with Fields and Day if they're in the top four. If they're in the CFP, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. Me neither. I, I did on our college prediction show. You know, I got Michigan going in because it again. I just don't think a team gets that fucking unlucky all the, for an entire century because we're going on. This is 19 years. They, I think they've won what twice this century. Something like um, that. Yeah. In this, they've lost seven yeah. in a row. We're we're nearing 3,000 days. They since, won in 2003 and 2011. Yeah, yeah. We're we're nearing 3,000 days in between victories here at this point which is crazy to say out loud. Uh, so I think if it's going to happen, it's got to be this year because it definitely isn't going to be next. And um, uh, But I think if Fields is the superstar, you know, the number one choice of 2018 and the highest rated quarterback in 12 years and all the fucking hype that's behind this kid, if the hype turns out to be real, watch the watch out. Watch out. Yeah, yeah because we're, we will not struggle on defense this year. No. We were ranked in the 80s last year. We plucked. Two awesome defensive coaches. Mm-hmm. We've got nine starters returning. You know, we've got the number one class, what, 2021, and then a top five in 2020. Yeah. So this could be a run where we're in the next three years of being in the top four as and, long as the offense does what it's supposed to do. Correct. And, and Ryan Day does have coaching experience. So, you know, Dan, yeah. Dan yeah. and I were at the game last year, uh, TCU. He coached the, the first three games of last year. Uh, and he's great. He's a fucking genius. And Ohio State backed up the truck. And I think it, w- it was smart of them to do that. Uh, so he's great. I think Justin Fields is going to be great. I, I hope it's this year, but, but we'll see. Um, either way, uh, yeah, I-, I-, I could absolutely see them sneaking in, but it, it-, it-, it is solely on Justin Fields. And, uh, and we'll see. Because the rest of the team is loaded, man, on offense and defense. Um, uh, except our offensive line yeah. is-, is young. Um, but you're right. Uh, he can scramble out of yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not too worried about the him. offensive line. They have a they have a like potential All American running back, maybe second team All American running back, and they have Fields. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about that. No, like honestly, yeah, the, those defensive teams the are going to put. Gonna be nasty. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, those teams that do put pressure on them defensively are probably going to pay a price for it if they're not ready for that. For the speed that those two yeah. guys have, well, so we'll see. KJ Hill is going to be able to just jump up and catch any ball that he throws within four feet of. Yeah, he, look, he's fun. Uh, it's going to be a fun season and a fun team. Uh, but in years past, look, you could always slot in Ohio State uh, yeah. for the the college football playoffs. This is the one year that I can say uh, I don't know. We'll see how Fields does. Either way, Richard, uh, we appreciate you being on the show and look forward to being at your tailgate soon, buddy. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you in November. Right, Hell buddy. yeah! I'll see you then. See you. Uh, some, somebody wrote in, it was, it was a, the story I was going to tell you right before we went on. They were, he, the guy goes, uh, Ross, you need to check your fucking ego, dude, and let Dan talk a little more. What they don't understand is this. We're doing live shows now on YouTube. You have to physically call these people and type in the numbers. Therefore, you're not able to talk. So yeah. I try to keep the conversation going. So we have people on the audio show. No, hey man. Uh, all right, cool. We don't have dead, any dead air for them. Dead air is a bad idea uh, in our and, business. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> At any rate, I'm going to call Tim Fry. He looks like he might be a Tennessee volunteer. I certainly hope not, because then we're not going to have anything to talk about. Because <laughs> they fucking suck. We actually will, man. I know. I, I say you can give him a call. I yeah. always say all the time on this show. It's good to rage there. I wish Tennessee was good, man. Yeah. It's a fun school. No, brother. I oh. Love this place. This is safe. Hello? 
Hello. Tim Fry. Who Who, who is that? Or what was that? Nah, dude. I was just throwing that out there. That's my fantasy football team name. Wait, sure. what, is, oh, what is it? <laughs> repeat it. I love the way your sister tastes. Oh, God. <laughs> where, where are you from, Tim? Uh, originally from St. Louis, but I'm in Tennessee. Okay. And, and who's your team? Um, so I'm split. I'm a, I'm a Mizzou fan by blood. And I'm Tennessee by proxy. Okay, so. great. So, so let's let's talk about Tennessee then, because I, I, I Missouri, you know, they're they're going through their own shit here. Obviously, whatever yeah. that revolt yeah. happened against that, you know, where the the school started showing up, stopped showing up to their games. Um, that, that's a whole nother fucking issue with Mizzou. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen. I, well, they, they do have the Clemson transfer in. You know, for the quarterback. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. kind of an interesting play. You know, that's true. Um, but let's talk about Tennessee because, look, I say this all yeah. the time on the show, and I, I don't know how often you listen, but Tennessee used to be one of the most dominant uh, programs uh, there there is in uh, in college football. Um, then, after T. Martin won a national championship, they fell off the face of the planet for virtually twenty years. It is a blast to yes. go to. They have a huge alumni. Oh, yeah. They have a huge booster system that, that will pay any amount of dollars to put a good football team on the field. Why can't they get a good fucking team there in Tennessee? Uh, honestly, so I, I honestly think it, they ride the past too much. They're, they're not willing to get with the new times. I mean, they even signed T. Martin back to the team. He's, he's part of the team. Really? Philip Fulmer is now like the... <laughs> athletic director so they're trying to go back in time and rebuild this stuff with the whole Kate Manning thing and, and everything so um I, I, they're just not the, the thing is like this this past year they got all these big top recruits to sign on because the, the, the head coach used to play you know he used to be a coach for Alabama so it was like that's uh, right you know everybody's got these yeah. hopes and dreams but then you got a bunch of people that decommit before he, the season even starts so there's Man. something going on in the backside that we don't see. You know, that's why um, you had, uh, oh man, I forgot the, the running back a few years ago that was a beast. And then he's just like, I'm, I'm transferring this year. I'm done. So that's strange, was, man. Uh, I, cause it, cause again, you yeah. go to a game there, you can, you know, you can, the, the rich alumni, you can bring your boats up, park on the river and then walk into the game. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The parties are amazing. It's it, what, what do you guys see it? about 108? I haven't been there in maybe 15 years, but uh yeah, so when, when they include standing room, I think the, they hold the records for most attendees, and I think it was like 128. It's a huge stadium. Yeah, it's, it's massive. Huge. It's massive. And I, I went to a Tennessee-Georgia game there. That was the, the one game I saw there. And uh, it's look, it's a fucking blast. Uh, I fucking I actually got a re- recruiting – I did a recruiting trip there. I got recruited by them um, out of high school. And it was fucking fun. I, I wasn't going to start there because, again, they were a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to start there. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was a blast. It was one of, the, one of the great college football atmospheres. I wish they were good for the sake of college football because it's good for college football when Tennessee is good. Yeah. yeah. They haven't uh, lost honestly, less than four in a regular season yeah. since 2006. Oof. I mean, that's a long time. Most of those seasons yeah. were six or seven losses, actually. Oh, boy. There's like four seasons well, that are yeah. four-loss seasons. Here's the deal: is they play tough teams really good, and then they play weak teams really bad. Yeah, so, like I'm looking at just their like a, a couple of these seasons, they're beating teams in the top ten and then getting whipped by teams that aren't even ranked. Yeah, uh, it's strange. I mean, take take this for example: it's so Alvin Kamara, 
huge NFL running back now. When he was at Tennessee, he barely got used. No, you're, you're right. Uh, it, it's it's crazy. Um, so I, I don't I don't know what's going on there and what they're doing. Uh, you're right though. It's got to be something behind the scenes because it just doesn't make sense. I mean, they had Arian Foster. They've had some fucking talent at that school. Uh, Jason Witten, I mean, Peyton Manning. I'm talking about yeah, more Peyton. recently. Yeah, but I mean, like look, within the last oh, ten yeah. years. God damn it, man! Um, and the women there. Uh, Albert Hainsworth. Is, yep. You know, he he was the biggest. You know. <laughs> When, when he got that contract, it was massive, you know. Yeah, so, the, and look, man, the, was, the town of Knoxville is a blast. The women are hot. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would say that it's probably going to – I would say over the next three to four years, you're going to see a turn. Um, I don't know that this is a season. They're projecting uh, Gratanamo. He's the quarterback. He horrible season last year, but they're, tell, they're saying that he's learned a lot and is going to turn the corner. Um, I opened mm. the axe throwing company here in Knoxville, and we had the Tennessee tight ends in. Yeah, what, what's cool. the, what's the name of your company? Shout yeah, out your company. Sh- shout name. out your company. Oh, Smoky Mountain Axe House. So oh, we're, awesome. We're right outside of Knoxville. We're the only one in East Tennessee, so veteran owned. Uh, we're rocking it out. So hell yeah, nice. But uh, those guys came in and threw axes, and I'm telling you, there's some big boys. You know, so um, we uh, we we have partnered up with uh, old. Uh, he was drafted by the Jets, Eric Ainge. So he's old time. Uh, Tennessee quarterback. He was drafted by the Jets, but uh, he he owns his own podcast now and stuff. And then he comes in and throws. But he coordinated uh, having those guys come in. He's a ball for life, you know, with with Peyton and all those guys. But, yeah, man. I tell you what, uh, if if Tennessee ends up being any good, and we come up there to do a yeah a, a show. We'll do it. We'll do it live from your place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're 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 all in on that. Do you guys <laughs> I'm, drink I'm day there? One listener for both shows, guys. No. uh we decided to go no alcohol because we wanted to go more family oriented to have little kids coming in throwing stuff. So uh, that's understandable. Okay. Uh, so yep. what, what's your final yep. prediction on Tennessee's record this year? Ah, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's uh. I mean, they I'm play. They go. play. They play at Florida, at Alabama. They play Georgia. <laughs> man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking they're they're going to win seven. They're going to win seven and finally get back into a bowl. Which okay. it doesn't matter if uh, winning winning season or not. If Tennessee makes it to the bowl, everyone goes buck buck around here. Like, yeah, party, yeah, of course, party, party, so. of course. All right, seven and five, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, man, we appreciate it, Tim. Uh, enjoy the day, and thanks for listening to Drinking Bros, brother. All right, all right, peace out, brother. All right, see you, man. Uh, Ryan Rhodes is up next. I can tell you, I've partied with Ryan Rhodes. We did a live show in New Orleans, and. I, he, this is going to be an LSU fan, I believe. Do you think uh, he's it's related to Dusty fan. Rhodes? Fuck. Wouldn't that be amazing? You're related to Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Does yeah. anybody know that? Have we talked about that on air? I think we mentioned it once, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty goddamn awesome. I should just show up with a fucking two-by-four from time to time. Ah, uh, it'd be great. Uh, I told you, he was at a Comic-Con. We were both signing shit. It was yeah. when I was doing the first book, and... Uh, they were like, hey, do you want to sign 2 by 4 by Hacksaw? I was like, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Who would not want that? Great. You kind of look like him, dude. No. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Ryan Rhodes, welcome to Drinking Bros, brother. How did I know this was going to be you before you did? Well, it's a, it's a block number, so you knew it was going to be Dan. Um, I'm surprised it, 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 instead of ringing, it wasn't just a woman screaming in your ear. Kill when me. Calls, when, when Dan calls, it's usually a picture of Sandusky Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
Uh, Ryan, you're uh, you're an LSU guy. Are you, are you? I am the LSU guy. Yeah, you are. Uh, t- look, t- Tony's got that distinguished title, I think, Tony Tamborello. But uh, I will I will fight him for it. Oh, let's do that. Let's, let's set up a that. fucking rough and rowdy style while these two dicks fight. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Tony, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm calling your ass out. You need to make a <laughs> uh, 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 Let's hear it, man. What, what's your prediction for LSU? This is a fun team, a sexy team this year. Dan and I personally love coming there. That was one of our favorite uh, trips last year, so we hope you guys are great. We will be at the Texas-LSU game. Uh, what is your prediction for LSU Tigers this year? So we kind of talked about this a little bit in New Orleans, and it's going to be I, – I, I'm cautiously optimistic with the LSU team. I, will, I do believe they're going to be better than they were last year, and they, were, they surprised me with how well they did last year. I honestly thought they would suck last year. Um, but Joe Burrow came into his own. He got better and better as the years progressed. Mm-hmm. All reports are saying that he's only getting better. Um, Edwards runs doing something a little bit different than Les Miles did. He actually opened practice to the media. So the media gets to actually go in there and report and tell us what they see and tell us what the teams look like. And, you know, we've heard for years and years the offense will be different. The offense will exist this year. Right. Um, and they're saying the same thing. So I'll believe it when I see it, but it's a little bit different, I guess you could say, this time. Because they brought in Joe Grady, who's the Saints guy, uh, to be the quote-unquote passing game coordinator, but everybody thinks he's actually the true offensive coordinator, and Steve Ensminger is just kind of waiting until he can retire. Um, so I'm, I'm a little cautiously optimistic. I would love to say, hey, they'll win every game, but let's be real. There's the giant elephant in the room. That was a total intended pun. Yep, uh, yep, Alabama. That is Alabama. That's correct. I say that I, I will know... If they can go into Austin and beat Texas, I think LSU is easily a 10 win team. And I'm pretty sure as it sits right now, they are favored in every game except for the Alabama. They're, yeah, they're that's correct. To win in Austin. Yes, uh, uh, it's six, and it's a big. That's a big. That's a big that's, number. That's pretty surprising to me that it's that big. Same. Like, Austin's not the easiest place to win. No, no, uh, no. They got some tough games though. I mean, that Austin game's tough. Uh, they got to play Auburn, although that's. That's an LSU. They, I, they they should definitely win that game. We don't know again about Florida. We just don't know how good that team is yet. Florida. Uh, then and they a- play A and M. But luckily, A&M three of was... three of those four games are at home. Yeah, at home. Correct. And then uh, you know I, they got to go I'll on the road to play much. Alabama. Yeah, that's going to be the killer. A and M's got to come to Tiger Stadium. And as pissed off as the whole team is after that seven overtime debacle last year, yeah, no shit. I think A and M's going to be lucky to leave there a lot. What was that, seventy-seven to seventy-one or some shit? Yeah, that was the craziest shit of all time. It it was in the seventies. Yeah, they changed the overtime rules because of that game. It got LSU literally had their entire secondary go down with cramps. Yeah, yeah. Six overtime. I don't know who mentioned it. Wild one, man. I don't know who mentioned it before, but. before last or before two years ago, I think LSU at Alabama that was a tough out for Alabama. Yeah. Historically speaking, for the last like ten years, they were yeah, getting yeah. spanked pretty good. We'll see if they can come back and do that again this year. I think there's a lot of more question marks about Alabama than people are, are letting on. Well, to that, be honest. that was going to be my next point. There's two. There's two factors as far as the LSU Alabama game is concerned. How good is LSU going to be, and is Alabama going to take a step back? Because you know, not, not to say Alabama's not talented because they're fucking loaded like they always are, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, Tua kind of got figured out a little bit at the end of the year. People started to kind of recognize, because they kind of, they saw enough film on them, it's like, I think we can defend this guy, and a few people did it successfully. Georgia did it at least for a half. Uh, Clemson just completely embarrassed him. Um, now you have to have the horses to do that, but if there's any, if there's 
the handful of schools in the country that could that do have those horses. LSU is probably one of them. Um, yeah, look, I, I, I like uh, I like Burrow a lot. Uh, he was at Ohio State. He, a set of unfortunate circumstances where he got hurt and broke his wrist where he was supposed to come in and play and, uh, and, and couldn't. Haskins took over and then Haskins became Haskins. Nothing you can do about that. Um, I, I, think, I think this. Uh, he, looks, he looks good last year and he transferred late. And it's really fucking hard to pick up an offense that late. But he looked pretty goddamn good and LSU looked to be on the, on the come up, right? That Alabama game was shitty. Dan and I were there, obviously. It was it 29-0? Yeah, um, but uh, to me, uh, they, they show a lot of promise. I think if they have a really strong showing and end up beating Texas, um, that sets up a showdown, and I think they could beat Alabama at Alabama. If they beat Texas and Austin, I think they'll go into Alabama undefeated. I, I, yeah. Um, you know, again, that's, depending that's, upon how Florida looks, but yes. Uh, I think there's yeah. a good a good shot at that, and uh, if they beat Texas, but they got to get by that Texas game. Um, hopefully, that offense is as sexy as people are saying. You know, they got a well, new. Everybody's saying they're finally getting into this century with their new offense. We'll see. We'll see what it looks like. But uh, the future look, the, the future looks bright for LSU this year, and I'm excited it, to watch it, them it, play. It does, and I'll bring I'll bring up a, a guy's name by the name of John Emery. He's the uh, Local uh, running back who got recruited, who is supposed to be the next Leonard Fournette. Now, obviously, in his freshman year, he's probably not going to be Leonard Fournette, but Leonard Fournette made a couple big, uh, big splashes in his freshman year. He's definitely going to see the field. Now, their starter is probably going to be a guy named Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's kind of a smaller dude, but he has kind of a Camara-esque uh, style to his play. He's got good hands out of the backfield, pretty nimble, pretty quick. Um, so I, it, from what we heard, they're kind of implementing that into the offense. That's difficult to defend. Um, and it's given teams like Alabama, like Auburn trouble in the past. So again, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Now, if they go into Texas and they just get absolutely stomped, I mean, I, I won't say that's not impossible for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, it may be, it may be a rough year. Uh, I agree. I, I'm. I, I can tell you this from a gambling aspect. Um, obviously, we, we do that a lot on this show and pick spreads. I'm I've, I'm already taking Texas plus minus six. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be a really really close game. I'm pretty sure I, I'm taking that to win for Texas to win. Actually, yeah. Uh, um, Dan, Dan's got Texas winning that game. Yeah. Um, I, I I have it close. I have them beating the spread. But, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Either way, man, it's uh, going to be fun to watch the Tigers. And if they get by Texas, I'm with you. And then I, I think they have a really good shot at beating Alabama at Alabama. I, I'd say they probably have the best shot this year than they've had in probably the last five or six years. So. I, I, I agree. Now, what, nine straight years? Yep. In Alabama. It's getting fucking old. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. So I'm with you. Uh, look, good luck to you. Go Tigers. And uh, look, we hope to be at a game. Uh, in LSU, we'll be at the the, the Texas LSU. We'll game, we'll, we'll be at the national we'll, championship game there in New Orleans. Either way. Oh yes, yes. So yes, we'll so, see it sometime. Yeah, this year. We'll, we'll see at the national championship oh, in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I, I completely forgot it was in New Orleans this year. Fuck! Uh, imagine if LSU was in it. Yeah. Jesus Christ! They, ha- they have been. They've been in it three years in New Orleans. Wow. We'll burn that was, goddamn city to the ground. 2003, 2007, and then 2011. Now, 2007, they won. They beat Ohio State. Uh, sorry, Ross. No, I, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen, by the way. 
Yeah, I, I kind of did too. Uh, in 2011, that was the Alabama awful fucking game, and I was at that game, and that was the biggest waste of money I've ever had in my life. Yeah, so I, uh, look, to put it in perspective, I've gone to every single Ohio State championship in my lifetime, right? The only one I did not go to was the LSU game because there's no fucking way we were going into an LSU home game in the national championship and winning. So I didn't even bother buying tickets, man. I sat home and watched it and cried like every other Buckeye fan. Uh, well, my, my, my tickets for that game were actually in the Ohio State section. So it would oof. be in about four other LSU fans and just like a sea of red and white. Ah, uh, we yeah. travel. Nobody travels like the Buckeyes for this shit. So it, it, it showed up pretty good, but yeah, like no. the first place in scrimmage, I think Beanie Wells housed it for like a sixty-eight yard touchdown, and then like every every drunk frat boy Ohio State fan around me, around me was yelling like SEC speed all month, and then Matt Flynn just to become their game command all Ohio State defense, and the rest is history. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, well, look, man. Good luck to the Tigers this year, and uh, we'll we'll see you down in New Orleans here in a couple months. Uh, that'll be it. That'd be awesome, man. All right, Tony, buddy. I will, I, Tony, I will fight you for that tiger. <laughs> I'll luck. make a fucking belt and everything. We're going to put a fucking eye of the tiger on the goddamn belt. You got to you gotta outdo that muffalata sandwich. You got to outdo that sandwich, That's, homie. That's going to be I, tough. I can't do a better. I, I, I'll say this. I cannot do a better muffalata, but I have several dishes that may, may rival. Okay. Look, if you just bring me uh, like some LSD or something, I'll vote for you. I don't give a shit what it tastes like. <laughs> Dan will always well, take I mean, LSD well, over a good uh, dish. I, I, I may or may not have, you know, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, Ooh. this is live on air. Let's just talk about that offline. Yeah. 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 <laughs> At least you got an acid hookup. Thanks, buddy. Uh, we'll go on. All right. All right see you, man. We'll go on to, uh, to Seth Morton now. Man, would you ever take acid before going into a football game? Yeah, for sure. So if uh, hypothetical, right? Let's say uh, we end up at an LSU game this year. Mm-hmm. Outside the national championship. Shit, would you drop acid at a national championship game? I, I mean, it depends on what kind of show <laughs> the people want. Because it's going to be a different show if I'm on acid. Obviously. Well, no. We, we don't have to do the show before then, obviously. But, uh, you know. At the national championship game? Probably not because I'd want to enjoy the game. Yeah. And acid is not something you take to go enjoy a football game with 100,000 people. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. But. If it was some kind of other event, like a, the night before at the concert or whatever the fuck, uh-huh. yeah, I would do that for okay. sure. Okay. All right. Who are we calling? Seth Morton? Seth Morton. Give him a jangle. Ring, ring, ring. I like the surprises where we don't know the team. Yeah. We don't know which team it is. I think this is a Georgia guy. Is it really? I think so. Hello. Seth Morton. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Drinking Bros. Who's your college team? Uh, uh, Bulldogs, man. Ah, Dan called it. It is a Bulldogs fan. That's great. I don't think we've had a Bulldogs fan on yet, have we? Nope. Not today. Uh, all right, Seth. Let, let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk. Uh, game recognizes game here. I said this was the year you guys beat Alabama in the SEC championship, and then you end up playing Clemson for the national championship. How do you think Georgia's going to do this year? Not a prayer. Loses three. What? Yeah, we're gonna lose to Notre Dame, Florida, and Auburn. Oh man! As a Georgia fan, how can you say that? I you'll stomp Notre Dame. Look, look, Georgia. Any Georgia team, Braves, Falcons, Bulldogs, crack under the pressure of the top four or a championship run. Always. 
right now they've got to cut out number three. They've already lost the season just by being under the pressure of top four. <laughs> Jesus. That's Are you sure you're in Georgia? Field? That's the most unbelievably <laughs> awesome fucking thing I've ever heard. Uh, man, that's shocking to hear. Uh, Georgia fans, Ethan Ward, who's who's one of the admins in Drinking Bros Sports on on Facebook, he's a diehard bull, bulldog fan. He got all in it last year. Yeah, we're glad I'm back and do that. No, they didn't. I like your honesty with that. Notre Dame though no. is not very good this year, so uh, you'll beat them. Uh, 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 maybe, maybe if we drop down to number eight in the rankings. You know, give us something to do. But so you think like it's all mental at Georgia then? All all the time, man. There's a curse on any Georgia team ever. We always choke when it matters, and it doesn't matter if we have we can have Trevor Lawrence, Tua, and Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields on the same team. We're gonna choke out to UCF. <laughs> Let me let me let me ask you something. Did you grow up watching the 1990s Braves? Is that where all this comes from? Yeah, uh, just the yeah. one, the one World Series. We should have won way fourteen more than division one. titles Jesus in a row in one World Series. That's crazy. And you know, my memory's pretty good too. I do remember, like, was it two years ago we choked in the national championship? Was it like the year before that the Falcons choked in the Super Bowl? Yeah, so same I, year. I've lost, I've lost all my my gumbo for Georgia team. <laughs> Love them, but right, right now I got my eye on a. Uh, Clemson just because Trevor Lawrence went to the same high school that I went to. So. Oh, man. How, how great is that guy, by the way? Man, it, it's like the, the kid's unreal, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even in high school, like I would take my kids to watch him play, and I'm like, man, this kid's going to be something. And it's like he doesn't change from high school to college. I don't think he's ever like, lost a game, mm-hmm. has he? Uh, yeah. well, no, he? He lost uh, – his last high school football game in the playoffs. So that's the only game he's uh, lost in his it's, career. It's Tate Martell who's never lost. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, guess what? Well, Tate, he's not going to lose Martell this year either. Plays, yeah, Tate Martell plays uh, in a daddy's money league, so of course he's not going to lose. Yeah, I, a lot of people say that about that Vegas school, and that's where like Snoop Dogg's kid and, and all that shit went. But uh, yeah, they, they pump out some uh, – Bishop Gorman, I think it is. Uh, they, they, put, they pump yeah. up some, some decent talent, so – uh, it is what it is. Um, well, anyway, Seth, man, you're ridiculously hilarious. Dude, yeah, that's so. funny. Uh, man, you're you're dead inside. I yeah. can tell. Yeah. I I don't think we've I ever. Ha- <laughs> yeah, we. I don't think we've ever had anybody on here just giving up on their team right before like immediately. The yeah, it's great. You just walked into the what? middle of the ring and threw a white towel down and said, "Fuck <laughs> these guys." I mean, you know, you got to be fucking real with yourself when you when you got a team. That like shits the bed like a Georgia team does. You just got to be real with yourself. I mean, it's it's a party all season long because you don't have to get your expectations up. <laughs> I fucking love this guy, uh, Seth Morton. Man, it was a pleasure, dude. Thanks, I, buddy. I wish you luck, but it sounds like you don't want it. So, uh. <laughs> no, we're, we're good. We're good. All right, see you, all right, man. brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. <laughs> Uh, the next guy, Ty Eli. BYU, are you fucking kidding me? This is hilarious. Call him and ask what he's... I mean, he does say we'll never win anything. I, it's it's so strange to me when... Well, I guess BYU was a... a they they were can a be, decent they team They can play spoiler 80s. from time to time. Yeah, they can. And they, look, I, 
I think when like Steve Young and those guys were there, like McMahon. Yeah, they had they had some teams, but uh, not anymore. It's so weird to root for a team that will never win a national championship to me. Yeah, or maybe, not ever have a chance to. Maybe he's a merman. <laughs> Ty Eli. So uh, let me ask you something. Go for it. Uh, why BYU? Because that's where I got my undergrad. Oh, All I see. I see. Ah, okay. Um, I don't care how you bring them, just bring them young. Let me ask you this. Uh, this is a follow-up. Uh, yeah, go for it. Did you smash a lot of ass at BYU? How's the pussy situation there? Great question. <laughs> well, I'll be quite frank. It's very pale. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, if you've seen the Key and Peele skit with the, uh, you know, the, this year's draft, it's pretty, pretty true. Um, is it, it's Mormon, right? Merman. Yeah, it's. It's owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Okay. Um, ninety-eight percent Mormon. Uh, last two percent are Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, last year they started letting people drink, so they put soda vending machines on campus. So. Ah, that's... Yeah, they started letting them drink Coca-Cola. Yeah, but now you—they've come out with a new list of additional things that are against policy. The, the Mormons have, like green tea, is one of them. Yeah. I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Uh, are you a LDS guy? I am actually. So how does that? How do you reconcile that with being a drinker, bro? And I, that's very curious situation to me because we're a bunch of fucking maniacs. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink in real life? No, I uh, I don't. I've got uh, serious, you know, addiction issues. Oh, there you Anything go. I start, I can't stop. So uh, I, I've chosen to abstain from alcohol. But caffeine, on the other hand, I'll put eight. 100 to 1,000 milligrams a day down. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. yeah, 900 is the uh, is where the cutoff is supposed to be, so you're right at the edge yeah, there, buddy. Yeah, it's the LD. <laughs> yeah, it, it can get dangerous at times. Well, there you go, Drink It Bros. It takes all types. Yeah, look, you can, if you're not drinking alcohol, drink Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, promo code DRINKINGBROS20 <laughs> for 20% <laughs> off. Where do, you got, where do you got BYU? What's their, what's their uh, record well, this year? Uh, I'll put them at a... Uh, Four and six. Ah, look at that! A, ni- a nice little four and six they're season. Playing a couple of, they're, they're playing a couple of good schools. I mean, you got uh, Washington and mm-hmm. Tennessee. I mean, shit, no they play they play University Utah, Utah first week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Uh, Desert Bowl. Boy, they play I mean, Boise Desert. State and South Florida. Those are boys. They're not going to beat Boise State. No. Um, yeah, no. It, it, as an independent team, they're pretty good, but. Uh, I mean, they've got a good lineup. They're not a great team, but whatever. It's fun to cheer for them anyways. Well, since your team yeah. sucks, tell us a funny story from when you were at school there. Yeah, are you, are you, uh, what are you doing in the Army, by the way? So I, I'm a brand-new infantry lieutenant. Oh, God, you're a fucking lieutenant. Are you lost right now? Do you know where you are? Well, I'm at Fort Benning School for Wayward Lieutenants right now. So I guess. <laughs> well, try to stay found, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, tell us a good, yeah. good story from college there. I want to I know what it's like on BYU's campus. Same, man. I've never, I've never partied there. Um, you, well, you won't find a party. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you can't. You can't. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, a, it's a fantastic school for the education. People are really weird, um, but you know, it come, comes with its territory. Uh, weird story that I guess uh, I don't know. Uh, I got like, kicked like, out of class once. 
Uh, okay, let for, me ask. Uh, let's ask you about the fucking. Go for it. Go for it. Let's, let's ask you about the fucking here. Um, let's cut to the okay, chase well, here. Just before you start that, I got married my sophomore year, so I can't tell you too much. Well, you can tell us about your I'm... wedding night. Yeah, how was that? Give us a play-by-play <laughs> about your wedding night. <laughs> how was, was Rumspringa? <laughs> That's the wrong. Oh gosh. That's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> wrong one, man. Uh... <laughs> uh... Oh boy! Wet wedding night? Oh, did you guys? Did you just air it out? Were you just going like five, six times just because it was the first? Yeah. So, so my wife's from Tillamook, Oregon. Ah, and, lo- uh, lovely. A lot of lot of good cheese from up there. Great, dude. She worked at the cheese factory. In yeah, high school. I'm, not I'm serious. Kidding. It's like one of the biggest cheese factories yeah. in the country. That's yeah, it's it. fantastic. Well, so we got married out there, and then uh, stayed at an Airbnb and. Just yeah, covered each other in cheese. It was crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. You know. Wild as fuck. <laughs> Grapes, cheese, alcohol-free wine. Uh, well, does, oh. Let's stay away from that. Alcohol-free wine, I didn't know was the thing. Uh, what's, uh, yeah. and, and you said you got kicked out of class. What was that for? Oh, it because I, I drank a rock star and the professor wasn't happy with that. Whew, man, that's tough. A rock star energy drink? <laughs> yeah, a rock star energy drink, like. Whatever. He thought it was Bud Light because it was one of those blue canned ones, but whatever. Oh, I see. Okay. Did you punch a hole through a, a drywall after that? Uh, no, no. I, uh, I went home and then went fishing. So, uh, you know, life's good. Ty, you're the nicest person I've ever talked to in my entire life. It's I'm creeping me shocked out. that it's creeping you me listen out. to this show. <laughs> but know that we are appreciative of it. There's another guy named Bar- Mar- Marcus Benoff here who says, oh, hell yeah. So he must be a BYU guy as well. <laughs> well, if he was a real BYU guy, he wouldn't have said that. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, well, there's, there's a group of us. There's, there's a group of us. I bet there is. A um, bunch of Jack I, Mormons all, out there. I bet you you're all whites. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, no, my buddy at BYU turned me on to you guys. So that's how I found out. That's, oh, that's, that's awesome. a great story. That's Who great. is this guy? Uh, Grant Hadley. Lieutenant Hadley. Fantastic. Interesting. And how long have you been listening to the show? Uh, since episode 35. Oh, shit. Right on, man. Damn, dude. We actually, we actually pulled an all-nighter and drove out to the Shaved Eagle Tour in Colorado. Drove back the next day, right, F- that evening. Fuck you. Did we get a picture together? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Did I take a picture with everybody? You That's do, awesome. yeah. That's, That's awesome, man. You love dude. seeing your own face. That's why. Hey, in all sincerity, man, we, we appreciate you listening to the show, and uh, we're super, super grateful. And, and good luck to BYU, and, and best of luck to you, uh, <laughs> sir. Hey, thanks. You guys rock. Yeah, yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right, see you, man. All right. Uh, the next guy's Brian Tyler. That was uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, that guy's great. Um, fucking A, man. There's so many great people that listen to the show. It's, mm-hmm. It always shocks me, because we're horrific people um we you and i dan are awful people just the man. worst yeah um again well you left jared out of the grocery jared, store jared yesterday. is worse than both of us oh yeah yeah it's terrible um even leaving the grocery store yesterday you screamed out wheelchair i did yeah really loud yeah, yeah. i did that that was that was me i know brian tyler you where do know I, him where have i seen him before was it in philly i don't know i don't know i don't recognize that area code i recognize his fucking face though I don't. I do not. I'm just going to let his number play if the fucking thing picks up. No, fucking. don't do it. That would be terrible. You reach yourself on a oh. seven or 5.7 million people would fucking call him. <laughs> uh, let's call Scott Vance. Yep. Um, where, do I, where do we know him from? Uh, Scott Vance we know, I feel like. I feel like we do know him. 
but again, I like when we don't know who the team is. It's great. Why is that? It's always a mystery then, you know? There's no so mystery So far, we've had life. a lot of good ones. I mean, we even, we even had BYU fans call, you know, into the show. That's great. I didn't know anybody actually would, from there, listen to the show. That's awesome. That's awesome they do. And look, man, I'm, I'm amped that people were proud about their schools. Yeah. Even the shitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's nickname is Trash Panda. Is it really? Yeah. Scott Vance. Scott Vance Refrigeration. Close enough. Everybody's at dinner now. Nobody's Your answering call the phone. has been. Maybe. Uh, I call Kurt McCorkle. That's an interesting name. Might have gone too long. Jamie, how long has this show been? Two hours and 21 minutes. Maybe that was it. We told people we were going to call, but uh, shit, dude. We've been, uh, we've been bangers. We've been, we've been uh, going for a long time today. This is like a Rogan show today. Yeah, except for we're uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> Rogan doesn't call anybody, does he? No, he's too busy. He's usually got Bernie Sanders on the show. That's right. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, here's Kurt McCorkle. Oh, man. ah, boy. Sorry, Kurt McCorkle. Uh, we'll call Zachary Michael. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this. Oh, he's a Buckeye fan. Yep. Got to hear more of that bullshit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh, after him is uh, Bracalate. Hi. Hi, Zachary. Welcome to Drinking oh, Bros. You piece What's of up, shit. Man? What's uh, up, dude? What's up with you, Buckeye? Nothing much, man. Fucking Buckeyes. Living dinner. Living the life. Look, living, man. man. Ah, so he's leaving dinner. Uh, was, we'll, we'll, we'll have to wrap this up soon then. Yeah. Uh, we've, we called a couple people that were, that were bounced. We forget. We've been doing a Rogan show. We've been going like two and a half hours here. Uh, so you want to talk Buckeyes. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Justin Fields just got named the starter today. Where do you have the Buckeyes finishing this year? Oh, good question. I haven't really looked too much at like the rest of the league. I've been kind of just looking at the Big Ten, mostly just, uh, you know, I'm excited with Fields coming to the Buckeyes mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you know, we just, we, we didn't really see him play too much with the Bulldogs, but, uh, you know, Luckily, Tate Martell and his cancerous ass left the Buckeyes. You know, let me ask you about that. Since, since you brought that up, I actually thought Tate Martell was pretty decent. And I think had he had stayed, he might have beaten out Justin Fields. Obviously, he didn't. Uh, yes. he, had go, he had to go down to Miami, try to learn a new playbook. And, it, and it, currently, I think he's third on their depth chart. He did not become yeah. the starter. Um, you didn't like him. Why not? Uh, Do you ever watch uh, QB1? I did. On Netflix? Yes. Yeah. He was on yeah, that. You know, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of liked him. That was kind of, I didn't know a lot about him. So I went and I watched that. And I just didn't really like kind of the vibe he gave off. I know that it was just like a documentary and they can kind of steer um, the way that you can feel about a person sure. on shows like that. Um, you know, but I just, I like the way that Justin Fields kind of carries himself a little bit more. I mean, his dad's a cop and he seems like he's got kind of like a better head on his shoulders. And when you look at, you know, other QBs of the past, um, that the Buckeyes that had like guys who have been like successful leaders, um, you know, like JT Barrett mm-hmm. uh, and those guys, they kind of carry themselves differently. And I just didn't really see that with Martell. I saw, I see it more with fields. 
I, I agree with that assessment, actually. Um, I, I got the same feeling when I watched that documentary with him. But I yeah. thought maybe uh, he's in high school. He's, you know, top three recruit or whatever. Yeah. I was an asshole in high school, I'm sure. You know? You're an asshole now. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what the yeah, fuck you're talking exactly. about. Um, I mean, I can still throw a football over there over a mountain, though. Look, can you, you, see, them there, you see them there, mountain? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so do you think they make the college football playoffs? You know, I'm hoping, man. If you know, if we can go out, you know, beat Penn State's ass again, mm-hmm. and which we you know, we, we will. That, that that game's at home. Why the fuck uh, out of your whole schedule is that the one you singled out? <laughs> yeah. You can both go fuck yourselves, both of you. <laughs> uh, you know, as just as long as we don't, you know, blow on on the road against Purdue or some bullshit like that. You know, I'm I'm excited to see like what Ryan Day can do with the program. Same. Um, you know, I think that he can do pretty well. I mean, he's got a hell of a team to do it. The defense looks really good again, you know, tough Borland and Chris young and you know, those guys, um, chase you young. Know. Yeah. 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 Chase young was just named to the, uh, all American team preseason, all American, which team is today. like the, the fact that preseason all American teams, like the ranking is our one thing, but the, yeah. like naming individual I players know. to preseason all American teams is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It's in my life. It's wild. Uh, <laughs> so here's what I think, Zachary. Um, I think if we are able to get by Nebraska, Week five, because that's going to be our yep. first really, really tough test. It's on the road. Nebraska thinks they're back. Their fans think they're back. Scott Frost is there. This is their one chance to shine. Uh, There'll probably be a night game there. Um, I think if we can beat Nebraska, then we probably go undefeated into Michigan. And uh, things uh, look, things will be looking good, but it, it, look, it, it all depends on the quarterback. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, hey, man. We appreciate you being on the show, and uh, yeah, man, go Bucks, dude. We'll be D'Anthony and I will be at uh, the Penn State game, so come to Richard Denoff's tailgate yep. and come and rage with us. Well, fuck yeah, man! I really appreciate you guys giving me a call. I'm yeah, man. OG listener, sure. I've been listening for shit since like 2014. So, fuck yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Thanks, I brother. Appreciate it, man. Right. See you ah, soon, we love buddy. you, man. Thank you. Good luck, guys. Thanks. Uh, Brock Latte is up. He's an infantry guy. It's uh, one of my favorite names, by the way. That's I don't know if that's his real name like or not. Bracalate. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the joke of it. Uh, whoever puts like you know fake names on Facebook always weirds me out a little bit. It does. That's a person. I feel like thing. they're hiding either from their family or from the police. <laughs> and I understand both of those things. So. Hello. Hi. Bracalate. Oh, what's up? What's up with you, guy? Uh, actually watching ESPN after they just went over the uh, top five uh, top college teams for this year. Yeah. Who, who's your favorite team? Me? I mean, I'm from Washington State. I'm a UW Huskies all the way. Wife uh, is a Clemson fan. So I kind of we wrote for both here, but I, I'm, I'm a true UW Huskies fan all, all day. That's great. So, look, you, your coach is one of my favorites. Uh, obviously, he was dominating at, at uh, Boise State all those years, Peterson. Um, I, I, I was actually hoping he would coach at Ohio State, uh, but, they, you know, we ended up getting Urban Meyer. Um, I'm a big fan of him. The problem with Washington is they have to completely reload this year. Do you think they can do it? Honestly? To be truthful, no. Mm. Am I still going to root for them and, and say to myself every game they're going to take it all the way? Yes. Right. But uh, I just want to clarify one thing earlier. I was listening to the Epstein podcast. You guys were talking about, you know, dead children don't make these sounds. Well, have you ever put them in a wood chipper? Ah, 
That's true. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You got to go head first, though, I mean, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, I go legs it's first. debatable. Um, as, as Dan would know, I mean, when you come from the deuce, you yep. know, that's pretty much our everyday conversations. You're, uh, I can't tell from your rack here, but it looks like you're in first bat, 325. Is that right? 508. 508, I see. I can't tell because the fucking flash is too small. Well, congratulations on that. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I love that place. After 2012, though, it kind of turned into a shit show. Like, yeah, I heard as that. you know, the deuce, the deuce, everything's great for three to five years, and then some new asshole comes well, in. Well, like, hey, I think my old Sergeant Major took over his division, Sergeant Major Lamarkey Knowles. He was a total Knowles, piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah, he's the yep. biggest piece of shit that I've ever seen in a uniform in my life. And I'm glad yeah, he's he gone. Could, he got a DUI and then chaptered about six other NCOs out the next weekend for getting DUIs. I'm yeah. like, how does that work? Well, it works because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So. Anyway, back on to the sports. <laughs> yeah, problem solved. Yeah, look, I, I'm with you on Washington. I think they upset a couple people this year. Uh, but it's it's tough, man, when you got to completely reload your program right that. You, you, look, your wife's team is, is the greatest in the country. So, Oh, dude, I mean, it's 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 crazy. She, uh, <clears throat> We had a guy come over to do our, do our yard, and he was wearing a... Uh, south carolina hat i was like Dude, you gotta take that off and he's like why i was like my, my wife's clemson he's like oh okay i was like no dude i'm you she will fucking cut you like i'm serious you, you should probably take that off and she's only you've met her ross at southern pines brewery she's only about four nine 110 pounds so. that's right but, yes yeah. yeah uh that's yep. that's really fucking funny man yeah that look they're gonna win again this year and it's i i don't think i don't think it's close to be honest yeah. with you what do you have them for uh you know, win losses. What What do you have? I can't. I listen to the Clemson? sports show. I just can't remember. Washington. Uh, no, you. you I think we said and Clemson. I think Clemson's undefeated. But I think Washington was yeah. eight, eight and four. Yeah, eight, eight, eight and four for Washington is what I got. Uh, Clemson's undefeated, and and with Clemson, I don't think they lose any game by under seventeen points. That's how. That's how win unbelievable game by yeah. under seventeen. Yeah. 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 I, I'm I'm with you 100 percent with the Clemson. You dub though. I think they're they're taking nine. They may yeah, take nine. They, and they always upset teams, man, they, they even do. when they're not that great. So and and, we'll and with a great coach, because I, I, re, I really do love your coach, and he's fantastic. With a great coach, anything is possible. Yeah. So, yeah, nine and three wouldn't surprise me. Right now, we got him listed at eight and four. By the so, way, the Matt. I'll oh, go ahead. Go ahead, guy. No, I was going to say, the only problem I see with UW is they're kind of like the Seahawks. I mean, I love my Hawks to death, but they should have got rid of Wilson's ass a long time ago. And, and UW, it kind of seems like they get some really solid guys going. They get some good coaching, just like the Seahawks. And then they focus a lot of attention on areas they shouldn't, just like the Seahawks did with Wilson. It's like you just let all of your good defense basically go or break themselves, and you're focusing on, I'd say, maybe a six and a half or seven out of 10 quarterback. He's consistent and he's pretty good, but it's the defense that carried us for the past few years. And then you throw, you know, our running backs in there, and that was really what took us there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, by the way, uh, Matt Bess is going to be there signing on uh, books on Wednesday this week. Yes, from five yeah, to seven. I got I got my notice from Amazon. Nice. So the book should be here tomorrow, probably early morning. So I'll probably go over there and get it signed because I didn't I didn't I forgot to do the whole online thing. I know, I no worries. Ghost bed, got a ghost bed. I shit you not. First time in five years, I got we put it up what two weeks ago. First time in five years, I've woken up without back pain. Like, yeah, I was dude. Like, yeah, it's good. It's probably going to be good, but not like the hype. 
100%. I went with the King, the Lux or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Ghost Lux. You guys are not bullshitting. Like, yeah. it is 110% no joke, legit. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, dude, if you're going to ask people to p spend this kind of money on a mattress, and again, because of the show, you get a huge discount and everything, um, they've got to be great, or else we, we just couldn't push that to the audience, man. It's yeah. too big of a, a decision. So, Well, and it makes other things a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, it does, man. Like, dude, a good night's sleep is is one of the most important things. Or were you talking about banging? Yeah. Oh, I was talking about banging. All yeah, day. of course. He, I, see, you gotta, he, right. He's an 82nd Airborne guy. He was not talking about sleep. Nah, he's talking about yeah, uh, putting yeah, it in. Like two hours, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, we'll Thanks see you soon. Thanks for the time, man. We appreciate it. And uh, right, say, say hello to Matt for us on, uh, on Wednesday, brother. All right, will do. All right, see you, man. Bye, buddy. Later, John. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a couple more here. Let's go to Ian Kazuba. Yeah, we're going to skip the guy who said he would hang up on us. Yeah, we're gonna sk we'll skip him, and so we'll go down to uh, Ian Kazuba. <laughs> He's wearing a, a summer Swayze shirt in his, um, in his post here. Yeah, so. see that. Uh, he sends me Zima, dude. This guy's fucking awesome, actually. Let's Anybody who sends me Zima to the P.O. box... Uh, Zemo or Lean or Pills or anything yeah, like they're, that. Yeah. They're friends of mine for yeah. life. They're friends of mine He's for life. He's from Tennessee. You think this is another Vols guy? Maybe. Ian. Yeah. Kazoo. Stop being so goddamn impatient, motherfucker. Yeah. Ah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How you doing? Good. How are you? Welcome, man. Pretty good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Dude, you're, you're, you always send Zima, man, and I'm extremely grateful. Yeah. No problem. Uh, sorry, I couldn't get you a case this year. It kind of ran out in, uh, at the local shop. They but, stopped yeah. making it. They yeah. stopped making I know, it this year. I know. It, it kind of sucks. But Well, I luckily, there's fucking else. White Claw and Truly all over the place now. So. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of partial to that uh, new Natty Light shit that came out. So. Oh, see, there's we're going to do, once the four local one comes out, because yeah. there's so many out, we're going to do a whole we'll do show a where we just taste every flavor of every version of that. We're just going to get pissed drunk and see well, what happens. The four local ones, like fourteen percent alcohol. So yeah, I know. I, my dick is is waiting for it. That's man. probably going to be the last one, and that will be the point of the show where we black out. No, you start, <laughs> you start with that one. Uh, yeah, Ian, who's sure. your who's your favorite uh, college team? Oh man, this will be out of left wing, but uh, Vanderbilt. Ah, oh, Commodores. There we go, yeah. Vandy. Yeah. So here's what I always say about Vandy on this Upset. show: they're a tough out, man. It's a, yeah. it's a gritty fucking football team. They're in the same situation as Notre Dame, where they actually care about grades and shit to mm -hmm. get in there. And it's a really fucking hard school to get in. Yeah, for uh, sure. Um, and yeah, I think that kind of hinders their football team a lot, just based on, you know, like the past, oh shit, like five, ten years. I mean, well, I they've think always had re really solid, you know, solid, solid offense and defense a little bit. Mainly it's their, you know, it's their time in the classroom that kind of, takes away from them being able to actually, you know, perform and play the team yeah. well enough to actually, you know, do really well. So. Well, it is a school. Uh, and they mm -hmm. also have to play Georgia, LSU, and Florida every single goddamn year. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And they're playing Georgia, what, in like 11 days? Yeah. First. So that's going to be an instant loss um, for sure. And they're playing that here, which is going to be great. But, you know, it'll be a shit show. Yeah, man. Uh, what do you think the record's going to be this year at Vandy? Uh, like, optimistically, I'm looking at, like, 5-7. But, like, conservatively, I'm thinking more like 3-9. I mean. Oof, you know, that bad, I'm, huh? Yeah, I'm thinking, like, you know, Kentucky and Purdue are going to be, like, the wild cards where we just probably don't have our shit together. And uh, we're going to just get fucked. I mean, they only lost. You know? They only won six games last year. Six and six uh, last yeah. year. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. six and seven if you count the bowl game. Uh, but again, their sure. their schedule is brutal. It always yeah. it is every year. That you guys usually end up playing Notre Dame too uh, every yeah, year. Yeah, not like. this year. We're playing. Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, we're playing um, Georgia first. Uh, we play oh. Northern Illinois, so that's going to be a. You play at show. Purdue Salubis. too. Like you play yeah. Georgia and then at Purdue and then LSU. That's three tough games right there. Man, yeah. even yeah. though Purdue yeah, sucks, but they you know yeah. at home. Purdue's always at uh, yeah at it's home. Tough. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah, they beat yeah, the shit out of us last year. Yeah, for sure. And then we play Ole Miss on the October fifth, and that's going to be another blowout, like at Ole Miss. So yep. you know, yeah, crazy. And then I think we we have like a a week break, and then we play Mizzou, which again we have Mizzou and then South Carolina, and that's going to be a shitty two weeks. Just you know. Yeah. I, I think I, I look. I don't know how great South Carolina is this year, uh, but I don't know either. Uh, I keep hearing good things though that they're going to supposed to be, you know, a huge powerhouse again. But Mizzou's got so Brian sure. at quarterback. You know the uh, mm-hmm. the Clemson transfer. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. it, it could be tough, but uh, Vandy, man, I look. That's right in Nashville. It's a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, it's 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 actually a great school. It is the. The Ivy League school of the South, the only Ivy League school of the South. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like our our Harvard or Yale. It but, is uh, with a little more partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, hey man, we love you. Uh, we appreciate love you listening, you and uh, dude, thanks for yeah. the Zima. Uh, Fuck yeah, man. Appreciate it, brother. Uh, we'll we'll chat with you soon. Sounds good. Have right. a good one. Thanks, Bye, man. buddy. Let's try uh, let's try Marcus. You know, Festus Azili went to Vanderbilt. Did he really remember that guy? No, no <laughs> you don't remember no, him for real. Who, 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 he was a uh, forward for the uh, for the Warriors for a couple of years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't stay healthy though. Marcus no. Benoff. At least he's got that degree though. I'm sure he's doing th- something sweet. You well, know? before he was living in like the Congo or some shit, so I'm sure he's fine now. Maybe he's back in the Congo. I doubt it. I don't yeah. think anybody gets rich and then goes back there. Do you think people of the Congo listen to Gloria Stefan? Come on, baby. Once you do that, Congo. I don't think so. I doubt they listen to Drink It Bros either. <laughs> 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 but that would be funny as shit. Like if we just checked our statistics, like for some reason, there are a bunch of people in the Congo. In the Congo listening to us, man. It's weird. I can't put my finger on it. Well, this guy's an Oregon fan, so he's got something to answer for. That's cool. Hey, I look, I, I think Oregon is going to do some big things this year. Yeah, like lose you another bet, so you end up with fucked no, up hair all Jesse summer. told me yesterday, she was like, dude, you're not betting any, any more hair bets. You're all done with that. <laughs> you're all fucking done with that. Because you keep losing is the real reason. It's only hair bets. It's the only thing I lose. Yeah. Three of them. She's tired Two. of you tarnishing the family name with your losses. She's tired of me tarnishing the, the family functions. <laughs> out. Like out in public. Hello. Marcus. Marcus. Anthony Ross. What's, What's up, dude? Uh, it says here you're an Oregon fan. I'm expecting big things out of Oregon this year. Oh, what yeah. You know, the University of Oregon. Yeah, yes. no, no one calls him that. No one. Not one single <laughs> oh. person calls him that. That's right. I got confused. Yeah, yeah, you, you should. You should. <laughs> uh, where, what, do you, where do you got Oregon this year? Herbert's back. Is it? Do you pronounce it Herbert yeah. like I do? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. From the south, and you say a bear, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm um, not going Cajun on it. Okay. Well, you never know. You're from Georgia, so. Exactly. So, um, I'm expecting some pretty good, big things out of them. I think what's going to really set the tone for the season is that first Auburn game. Yep. And uh, you know, I, I feel like if they can pull that one off, I feel like it's going to be pretty smooth sailing. And for some reason, there's always one game we always kind of fuck up that. 
Yeah. I, end up losing the I mean, this is a tough like, schedule. Know, like a, yeah. Yeah. Read, read, like, read off Oregon's schedule. Yeah. Here. You got Auburn week one. That's a tough game. If they, they should win that. And if they do, I think that sets a tone. Then they play Nevada and Montana. Those are fucking bullshit games. Stanford yeah. at Stanford is a tough out. Yeah. On the, uh, they play Cal in Colorado at home. Then they go to Washington at Washington. Then they play Washington State at home. Then they go to USC. Those are all tough games. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. And they close out with Arizona, Arizona State, and Oregon State, which, again, Oregon State is a, always a tough out for them. Yeah, so, it's a rivalry yeah. game, but yeah. they're, they're terrible. I, look, I think Oregon wins the Pac-12 this year, uh, and, they, yeah. and they go to a big bowl game. I don't think they end up in the Final Four, though. Do you? Um. Again, I think a lot of it depends on that first Auburn game. I feel like if they beat Auburn, that's going to be a big confidence booster. And as long as Herbert stays healthy and they, you know, stay consistent, I feel like they have a pretty good chance to win it out. You know, the Stanford and Washington, you know, some tough games, but I feel like we have a pretty good chance. Yeah, Washington's got to – they've got to rebuild. So, you're, I think you can, you're yeah. going to get them this year. Washington State is such a wild card just because of the way they play. That yeah. who who knows with that team like that's that's always going to be tricky. But you're right, man. I look, I could see Oregon sneaking in there. The problem is, yeah. man, you guys always have a couple bad games like last year. Like yeah. I, I had look. Yeah, it, it's, it's like I was saying, there's always one game that you know things are going good, and there's always one game that we're just like, you know, what the hell? What the hell's happening? Yeah, that Arizona game that got yeah, fucking dismantled yeah. last yeah. year. I mean, the good news is you're oh, bringing yeah. back your quarterback and your running back. You know, yeah. every, everything yeah. from there you can you can kind of piece together. They're not they're not really yeah. hurting for for uh, receivers yeah. there either. I mean, they they've uh, done a pretty it'll, good it'll job. Be inter- it'll be interesting to see. Uh, as long as Herbert stays healthy, I feel like we'll have a pretty good season. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do too. Um, and, and look, yes, you're right. If if you beat Auburn, I think the the Pac-12 is weak this year. You have a decent yeah. you you have a decent shot of running the table, man. I believed in him last yeah. year and I was wrong, uh, but maybe I was yeah. a, a year and, too and early. Yeah, I don't think we'll be back to like the prominent team that like we're used to. You know, like a few years ago when we were consistently you know top five, top six. But mm-hmm. I will be better than we have the last you know two three years. I feel like. I agree. I, I agree for sure. Well, hey, man, thanks for listening, and uh, man, uh, good luck to to the Ducks this year. Thanks, man. All right. Say good luck to Ohio State, but I know we, we've beaten you guys so many times in bowl games <laughs> that you're probably just like fuck hey, these guys, you know dude. Fuck them. I, I, I can't. I can't even hate on them because of it. So <laughs> I, I appreciate it. some of the nicest fans, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Very, so, very polite. Very polite fans. Uh, take care, buddy. See you, man. Cool guys. Thanks. Take right. it easy. Should we? Should we close out with a Michigan fan? Um, where, do where, where do you see a Michigan Bruce fan? Bruce Clements. Oh, I see. All right, yeah, let's close out with him. Uh, I, we look. We didn't know we were going this long today. No. Um, um, uh, and Jared's Jared's flight just got delayed. We got we got informed. So, uh, fuck it, man. Let's. Uh, where, where are we at, Jamie? How many? Uh, two hours forty one minutes. I feel great though. I feel like I could keep going another five six hours. Yeah, we're not doing uh, that. No, no, we're not. Never. Dan, Dan has to eat every hour on the hour, or I'm already shit goes about to rage sideways. Right for I him. do want to take the time to make fun of this Michigan guy, though. First, so let's do that. <laughs> that actually gives me life. <laughs> Just because. Let's see if Harbaugh has been so. No, he's probably crying. Hello. Hello. Oh, there we go, Bruce. 
Yes, it is. So you're a Michigan fan, huh? We're gonna. We decided we would close out the show with you today. We're 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 getting close to a three hour show here. Um, we're gonna close out with you because you're a Michigan fan. Yes, sir. Uh, so let me ask you this, Bruce. Um, if you guys lose to Ohio State again, are you gonna change your name to Caitlin then, Bruce? If we lose to Ohio State this year, I will change my profile picture to a Buckeye for a year. That's the best I can. Do. Oh, oh man, that's, well, are you sure about that? Because that, you're definitely gonna lose. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Give me something. You got you to give me something. Well, he's already got a bet with Notre Dame. Well, so. I, I do have a bet with Notre Dame about hanging their flag in front of my house for an entire year. But uh, God, there was a guy. Uh, oh, what the hell? We lost him. We, we, call we him lost him. We'll, we'll call him right back. So this will give me time to tell this story. There was a guy named uh, fucking Steve, man. I forget, I, I forget his last name. Either way, I always bet with him every year. And, and last year, he refused to, to pay up. It was a signed Haskins helmet. Mm, that's right. And uh, Steven something. Um, and he was so pissed off. <laughs> all he does was, is talk shit all year. He actually got thrown off of Drinking Bros Sports oh, on Oh, yeah, Facebook. that's right. I remember that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he, he was just constantly posting Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. You have reached the oh, voicemail. Ah. All right. Classic Michigan fan. Yeah, he got murdered or something. I don't know what happened. Nah, look. I, here's the deal with Probably Michigan drank the fans. water in Flint, and now he's... No, he's, he's probably using a flip phone. It's a Michigan <laughs> fan. <laughs> You know, he's, he's not, his technology is not up to this speed. Oh man. Yep. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, sorry, Bruce. Uh, but, but again, Bruce is going to turn into a Caitlin if, if, if they fucking lose his No, year. before we go though, you've got to offer, he's going to still listen to the show. He is. So yes. you've got to make him up. What's your, what's your thing? I say you wear a Desmond Howard Jersey to a fucking Ohio state game next season. Well, here's, so here's the problem with that. And typically I would bet cause I bet everybody every year on, mm-hmm. on Ohio state always across the board. And, um, uh, I always bet something. The problem is when we did our college prediction show, I actually think that, look, we can't win every fucking game. We've won. We've only lost twice a century. I, I, I think if the, if, if you're going to do it, it's going to be this year. So the, my problem with that is, I actually think Michigan has a decent shot. Therefore, I can't bet on this one this year because uh, we have a new coach and a new quarterback. And if, if, if Michigan is going to do it, and, and the, the game is at Michigan this year. If, if we're going to do it, it's going to be this year. So I have a hard time with it because I actually, you know, again, anybody who listened to the College Prediction Show, I put them in the playoffs. I have them in the, as the fourth seed. So we'll see. We'll see. Now, I think they get fucking housed by Clemson at an embarrassing level that they can never, ever recover from in the first college football playoff game. But uh, uh, if, they, if they do, eh, they do. I'm not, I'm not, I can't change anything because I, I think there's a decent shot at that. I guess we'll see. We will. Um, but I, I like doing these call-in shows. Yeah, um, they're fun. We, we, I'd say what? We'll do another one again. We'll do, uh, let's do one tomorrow while Jared's here. Uh, or midway through the year. We'll do one mid, midway oh, through the sports. year. not for sports. I mean for uh, just oh, for the regular, regular show. Yeah. yeah. But we'll also do a, a one midway through the year when a lot of these predictions start to shake out. Yeah. Right? Because this is when most of these will start to take hold Week of, four of or five. And when that sec- exactly. first or second big game comes up, yeah, you'll know yeah, where yeah, teams yeah. are. Because you'll know what happened to LSU, Texas. Yeah. You'll know what happened to Ohio State, Nebraska. Yep. You're going to know a lot about uh, some of these teams. I, I think Clemson, Texas A&M will have played. Uh, and I'll, we'll close it with this. This is a, a really fun fact. Did you know that Texas A&M plays all top three r- ranked teams uh, in this preseason? God damn, dude. Is that crazy or That's what? not good for them. 
No, because they are not a top three team. And and LSU is ranked, uh, I think, seven. Six or seven. Six yeah. or seven. They play them, too? Yep. Fucking they A. They play Clemson, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. God damn it, man. So That's the most brutal schedule you can possibly have. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is in for it this year. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, good luck for it. Uh, anyways, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for everybody who, who let us call him. Yeah, man. And uh, again, sign up on Drinking Bro Sports because we do shit like this all the time. And the first spreads are down. Uh, what are, you, are you popping off money on that Florida game or was that half point too much for you? Um, no, it's too much. I just, it's, I'm not one, of, I'm not somebody who chases it. You know what I mean? Okay. And if it's not there, it's not there. I'm, I'm like, uh, Matt Damon and rounders. Yeah. You're, you're too just, comfortable in your own mind. Just fold. Yet. Yet. <laughs> All I keep thinking of is John Malkovich. Eating fucking Oreos. Yep. And that shitty accent. I love rounders. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie, but he is the worst in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and John Malkovich is usually great. You know who's really good is John Turturro, but he's great in everything he does. He is. He's, he's always the great. the best, man. Consistently great. I did not like that HBO show where they showed his feet over and over and over again. I didn't see that, but I can, I've can. i never seen his feet. Maybe I didn't, oh, brother, or oh, But I feel like I don't want to see you his feet. You do not. And, and they, there is 90 million cutaways to him. It's called like uh, Into the Night or something like that. Um, and it's an HBO series that lasted one season. I'm going to skip it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to Turo's Spend feet. that time pounding off or something. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I am Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros Sports. Uh, good night, everyone. Woo-hoo.